Hi, this is Ricky Stewart, and if you want to listen to a Raiders podcast, then you should listen to the official one, Behind the Limelight, not this rubbish with Flaky Blakey. Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, coming to you from the filthiest store and buried somewhere in the bowels of Civic, the location of which we will never reveal, will we, Blake? No. And uh, we're brought to you with the highly dubious, highly, highly dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Canberra Raiders number one fan forum. Get online, get engaging. Big shout out to you, GE, for all your support in the year, uh, as well as with the cash money sponsorship of Land Speed Records. And, of course, Audio Technica Australia, who supply um, the microphones, which yeah. are just magnificent. Magnificent. And we are lucky once more, as we have been all season, to be joined by our special guest star all the way from the west coast of the United States of America, Matthew Heather Locklear, Hollywood Lenevers. Matthew? There's, there's nothing lucky about it. Like, I was asked to go to prison. And as part of my sentence, I was told I have to do Blake and the Pork podcast for at least two seasons. Mm-hmm. And this is part of my remuneration. So this is it. This is you. You're this wrapping up. For you. You're done now. Oh, no. So there, goes my, there goes my plan. Oh, thank you. Because there goes my plan, as I've made no secret of, is actually to um, get rid of the pork. No, you've actually, I'm, I'm you've, actually to... what, it's no, you've made no secret of it, but uh, you've actually put a few people who have actually come to me and quite worried that it was my last podcast. <laughs> quite worried it was my last podcast. And I said, no, no, I this, said, this said, is said, your said, last. I said, I don't know. This is your last podcast. So this is episode 130, yeah. uh, end of season special. Yeah. There'll be no more until um, next year after this yeah. one, unless we do like, a Christmas special, which we've spoken about a few times, has never actually been. No, that's true. But anyway, anyway, they, they came to me and they said, "Why? Why would you leave?" And I said, "Well, because Blake hates me, and I hate him." Um, if you, if you haven't figured out it uh, yet, folks, there's a bit of tongue in cheek on this podcast. We might, we might be the third most popular. We might not. We might be the no, first. We might be the fifteenth. The third most popular. <laughs> and, but and um, no, it's... refusing to run another poll. Happy to happy to be here. Uh, lucky. I don't know if we're lucky. I don't know if you're lucky to have me uh, on the weekend. I've got a lot of few few gripes to pick. We'll get into the run sheet a bit later. But um, all right. Proud proud to be a Raiders fan this week. I have to say. Oh, immensely. I mean, I'm immensely proud of that performance. I mean, we were predicting scores of thirty eight to eight <laughs> various things before the game, and and you know. It was only we, really, yeah. Well, Matthew and myself it was only really those within the circle, like. Ricky Stewart, the team, and and Pork, um, who believed. True believers. I didn't just believe. What... I knew. I knew. I, you could see it coming a mile off, and I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't pay any attention to me. They he also said it was, he also said it was coming in the, all the other previous games we lost that we were going to win. So, But anyway. I specifically, I specifically said how that one would go down. Let's get into the news. Um, Jack Whiten. Who? Jack Byton, uh, Hungry Jack. Hungry he's Jack. known by many, many names at the moment, but um, he's copped a three-week suspension right. for the uh, for the bite. On, it's, um... it's, it's ridiculous. One, I don't think he did it. Like, I think he literally had he an arm dubbed yeah. into his mouth while someone was pressing down. What the hell? Um, but if he did it, it's six to eight weeks. And if he didn't do it, it's no, all... no. But there's three there's, weeks. There's, is not, there's, it's wrong. The precedent. I think. The, so the NRL was asking for four weeks. In the end, the panel gave him. Um, three weeks if you actually look back to the most recent one in my memory was the proctor one uh, and he got four weeks for that and that was actually worse than than jack's ones ultimately you know 
I think Jack maybe did chomp down a little bit, but don't stick your arm. No, I think Laurie Daly, Laurie Daly has a point on SEN this morning. And, and when he said it's either six to eight or it's zero. And yeah. mm. I, I listened, I listened to Solzy on the GMP podcast. Um, and he obviously does a lot of jujitsu. Crossface, I, is it? Mate, it is a crossface. Honestly, like I, I reckon Tyson Gamble was trying to get him sent off. I reckon Gamble knew that he needed to turn the game. If you watched uh. 360 last night or the night before, maybe not, but if you watched 360 and they show it on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, Gamble was choking him. He was... I don't I don't for one minute think Jack went looking to buy. I don't no, think for one all, minute... And but I, same with the I think he, one. If you don't have you you crushing someone's, you know, forearm across someone's face, shouldn't be allowed. That didn't happen in rugby league. That's totally something yeah. that you if, see if, if you ever played, played a game of first grade, if you ever played rugby league, <laughs> not many, uh, not first no. grade. And, uh, but you don't see that. You don't. You didn't see that in the game twenty years ago. You only see that since jujitsu moves, grappling moves have come in. And yes, it'd be, it'd be awful having some guy body crushing down on your head while you're trying to get up and play the ball. And obviously that's slows down to play the ball. And that's the idea. As Big Gordon, Gordon Tallis alluded to, how he stuck his own arm in his mouth. Yeah. I did too. I did too. And if you, if you, you ran, did your, it too. I did. If you with ran a mouth your guard arm or without a mouth guard, without a mouth guard. If right. you ran your arm so hard in your in your own jaw, if you don't clench your jaw, you could rip it off. Tyson Gamble could have dislocated Jack's yeah. jaw for him not to tense up, and then he's tensing to try and hold that back, and then suddenly there's some teeth marks. I'm I'm disgusted that. Jack Whiten has now got that blemish on his name yeah. because I don't think for one moment was he ever going to bite. And I think they knew that they needed to take him out of the game because he was having a blinder. And Gamble was a grub and he's always been a grub. Yeah. That's why they ran him out of Broncos. And I was, yeah. it just bothers me because that game was there for the taking. But there's so many things in that game, we'll get to it, that there were some double standards going on the entire game, which is very, very worrisome. But... Hey, when you're playing against 25,000 Newcastle fans. Oh, it was an incredible game. To... It was an incredible yeah, game. And to... look, the atmosphere was incredible. The Raiders did so well to silence the crowd for, you know, large periods there. And it was interesting because like, up until that semifinal, they pretty much were bludgers. I mean, I know that um, the Sharks and the Roosters had an exciting finish, but that was a pretty ordinary game as well. Mm, mm. It was a good match the whole way through. It was a high standard of football, which is amazing. We got other news, though, is that Emray and Hudson, my goodness. Who knew? Who knew? They've made. Emre they've been Gola. selected for the. Uh, the if he said to me he's going to be picked for a for a rep side. Mm. You'd assume Turkey. Yeah, but hey, he's made he's made the 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 PM's thirteen, and um, it's it's a great reward for one of Matt's favourite players and someone I think's been a quiet achiever this season, and you know much maligned at times, but again was yep. was good on the weekend. Yeah, Hudson Young, obviously, uh, you'd expect to see him. Well, look, Emre's had a great end to the season. He's yeah. had a great end to the season. So good on him, uh, Janelle Williams. She's also been selected as well. Yeah, but um, let's let's very much hope the young ladies win this weekend. Uh, I know we're going to get up to that because yeah. they had a great win against. Yeah, um, I, I want to give a shout out. To, I want to give a shout out to Gula. Like he he's he's copped a brunt um, for a long time because he's been the third middle um, behind a pretty dominant two middles for a long time, and now Horse has sort of taken that mantle this season. But he Gula's he's had so much he's had so much punch off the bench in the last month that he earned his starting spot and and i, I would he didn't start I again, was, but no but that's because we didn't have papa lee so we needed someone to come on with a bit of punch i i, I would maybe not even hesitate to say that he's had as much impact for our side in the last six weeks as papa lee has like he he obviously 
he doesn't play the game in a, in a sense like like Big Papa where he can impact it, but then kind of disappear. But he just he's been as consistent as probably any bench forward in the competition for a while, and I, I'm really happy that he got his got uh, recognised. Well deserved. Yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad Schneider, the Panthers, has been coming for a while. That's now confirmed. Mm-hmm. Raiders fans are still blowing up about it. I'm 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 okay with it. I'm okay. Yeah, what are you trying stings. to say? No, I'm oh, okay it stings me. It stings okay. me. I, I, yeah, I can see him. Him. I can see Jerome Lewis signing, well. signing for someone else in the next two years for big money and now Schneider being nah, an incredible they'll fight. Have, they'll have someone else coming through. I, look, Schneider's, I, Schneider's a great guy. Will you stop ferreting around the filthy uh, story, Matt, uh, Tim? No. I just that, a, you're trying to simulate the sound of rats. Just there, was, there was some rats. <laughs> I could hear some rats. I was just seeing how close they were <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But what I was saying is, uh, look, I think he's a great player. I think he's a great bloke and a very solid player. And he'll, he'll fit into that system and he'll be the guy that'll come in and, you know, play during Origin or whatever else. I don't think they've signed him to be the heir apparent to Jerome Loy. I don't think Jerome Loy is going anywhere. I think Jerome Loy might get a million bucks to go play at the Bulldogs or Tigers or Dragons. But if I was him, I'd be staying at the Panthers on 800,000. I mean, if I was you know, him, I'd be staying off social media. Yeah, what an idiot! But he's gonna he's gonna stay at the Panthers. I think you're right. I think yeah. he probably knows as long as he plays outside um, Nathan Cleary, he's gonna have an incredible career. You know, it's yeah. it's yeah. Matty Burton. I made a point like at the start of this year when I went to quite a few um, of New South Wales Cup games in a row out at Kibax, um, of closely watching um, Brad's game, and look, he's good, but he was never like he was never dominant at that level. He wasn't. He never stood out. He never really, you know, there was no, never really a game where you could go, oh my God, Brad Schneider had the most incredible game in. No, but it, it brings, it brings back into that, um, that kind of conversation when it comes to certain halves or five eights. Like if you're paying behind a dominant pack with a really good structure, you might be a, the type of five eight or halfback that actually flourishes in that sense. And I think Schneider, he does this, the one percenters pretty well. He tackles yeah. well. He tackles on the inside shoulder well. He's got, he's got a big body and a strong kicking game. He's not, Look, we can you can watch Sanders play five eight, and clearly that's who we've earmarked as our yeah. next five eight. You can watch Sanders play, and on the back foot he can be incredible. Um, I just do strange, wonder, strange, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, strange Sanders. Yeah, we, I'm going to make that mistake for the next ten years. I think between Stuart Strange and Sanders, and then maybe Savage, it could be an interesting uh, quadruple S like a holding car. But uh, I don't know. Like I, I just Schneider, he obviously came down with a lot of promise from Queensland, and and. Look, he was thrown in the deep end in that COVID year. And once he played and he was given a bit more free reign, like you see players do when they go over the, the Super League, look how incredible he was there. So yeah. I just fear that it's going to come back and bite us. But I, I do understand. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. But what will happen is he'll go, he'll play a couple of games for the Panthers in the origin period next year. And he'll probably look pretty good in a pretty well-organized, well-drilled system, which we mm-hmm. don't necessarily have. Um and everyone will go, oh, we should never have let him go. Why do we let him go? You know, but yeah, you can't. Well, here's where he's going to go. He might go to the Panthers and he's going to have a few things. And then he's going to sign for North Queensland because it's where he's from. It's where he'll go. Yeah, or, the, or, the, or the 18th team when it comes in in 2020, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Something like that where it goes. But look, I, I think it will bite us. I think he is going to be a great half. But I think having seen, I haven't seen Sanders yet, but I've heard. Um, but I have you watch, seen. You didn't watch the. Oh yeah, I did too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So I've seen him and I've seen Strange. And if that's my six and seven going forward, it's not going to be, you know, next year, maybe not the year after, but that's a six and a seven you can you can pin a team to. 
well, potentially it's 2025 and uh, or maybe 20, actually 2026. Looking at the Market Watch segment of the show, again, um, we're doing listener questions this week, which we'll get to a lot of questions about who we link to, who we're signing. Mm-hmm. Not much news on the market front um, again at the moment. KO Weeks is a name that's popped up again. Um, mentioned yeah, we mentioned ago. last week. Yeah. yeah, Haven't we shoved that down? KO Weeks? Mm. No, 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 no. So he's been told by Manly. There's half a dozen players at Manly um, who have been told that they can find. He's got a deal at Manly, but they're they're free to go. Um, and look, he can play. He can play one and six, two positions. We don't have a lot of. Oh, who am I confusing? I'm confusing with the front rower at Manly. I can't remember the name of the front row. I played in the Blacktown side the other week. Weeks has um, a brother, but it's yeah. no. You, no, no, you you're think th- of Olu, not Olukowatu, the other one, Tualangi. Uh, yeah, that's no, he, he, Sorry, no, but that's he's the edge player who plays on the right. Who who'd yeah, be yeah, yeah. No, an interesting signing? The the they. If you're thinking of a name that played prop for Blacktown, it was um, Boyle. Boyle actually played prop for Blacktown when we mm. beat him at North Sydney Oval. But Ko Weeks, he's he's a dynamic player. I don't know. We, we've suddenly got a lot of young, dynamic outside backs. If you think of Stewart and Strange and Sanders is on his way. And having spoken to the club a little bit. Uh, it looks like, um, you know, we are going to try and push to get um, Sanders here earlier than than what it is right now. It sounds, sounds like we're going to try and push to get him here, you know, before next year. So hopefully yeah, we can pull it'd, that it'd off. It'd be in his interest as well. So, but, but here's the question. Here's the question, and one that I haven't got out of the club. Obviously, the Eels are going to want a deal for that. Yeah. They're going to want a deal. It's not just going to be we're going to release him. They're going to want something in return. And that's something mm-hmm. in return also has to agree. So what are you prepared to give up, Matthew, to bring Sanders here next year? Get the Harley Smith Shields deal back on Jared Croker. Jared Croker. <laughs> no, Harley. I think, I, think, I, I think the Eels might be a bit wary of signing um 33-year-old um Raiders Cam players Raiders. With, with like damaged knees. I think they might yeah, they think... might be a bit sort of might be hard to get them to go for that two years in a row. Having a little inside knowledge at the club, I, th- I feel like they might not want to let Harley go just because he's a local junior. You know, I know. it'd be sad. To, it'd be sad to let him go. Um, and obviously, yeah, local like Canberra. You know, it's always great to have some Canberra guys so in the team. Here's what it's going to be. This is oh, Smoky number one. It's going to be Javier Savage, almost certainly. Oh, I, I... well, they are looking for an X Factor player. He's got it. <laughs> And he's, he's, he's clearly not getting chances here. So if we want something, it's something of value. We can all see the value of Xavier Savage. We can all see it, right? And when that that the try he was involved in that got us into the the next round against Blacktown, his speed is undeniable. Like yeah. it, it is incredible, and it it doesn't it wouldn't need a lot of work to make him a very viable first grade player, you know. And they've got their halves, you know. They've got their halves. And I, well, I'd say we've got an outside back. I would be very surprised if that's not part of the deal. Could be. They're going to want an outside back. Obviously, I, my preference would be to give them Harley Smith Shields over. No, I completely agree with the club. He's a local junior. He's he's good. Well, it's not that good bloke clause again. It's no, not but the seven people because they're local juniors or they're good blokes. It's about trying to win a comp. 
The savage one is interesting though, is because you show some sort of decency yourself in the way you deal with people and humans. Because if everyone just says it's a meat market down there in Canberra, why on earth would they think about it? It's not like there aren't sixteen other clubs. Rugby league is a business. It is a business, and a business means you need repeat customers and you need to deal well with the fans. Are repeat customers? If you run a business, now I know you don't run a business, but if you treated a customer coming through like a piece of meat and just the checkbook for that time, do you expect to see them the next time? But Blake, you've watched a few games and reserve grade games and not just the highlights. Like, yeah, Savage is an amazing player and he's got incredible highlights and you can get him on the outside shoulder. He's gone. But yeah. there's often, there's, and it's even in reserve grade, there's been multiple occasions this year when he just takes an option that it's just like, it's a coach killer. Like it's a yeah. kick to himself or it's, he goes down the short side when he's not meant to. It's they, these brain fades that just, they, they, they kill the momentum of the game. And that's I don't know. The big, not, that's the knock that I'm not saying we trade him. I'm not saying no. that at all because I think you keep talent and you keep speed and speed yeah. wins games. But there's you can't buy speed. Yeah, well you can buy speed. You can't train it, dickhead. Um, did I say that or think it? I don't know. I don't know. Look, I just think it, it, it's going to be part of the deal. But look, this is the thing. It's not just money. It can't just be money. Canberra needs a thing where people say, "Well, I can go there and it might have this and that against it, but at least I know the club treats people decently." Yeah, and but that in, does okay, so it. put the other hat on the foot. If you're para, what's the point of keeping him around? Hang yeah. on, I've got to go back and explore. And that, also, that also, okay, said, also, put that... the other hat on the foot. Yeah, <laughs> put the other, put the other shoe on the head. But also, too, <laughs> but the, you know, it's not necessarily you're going to Harley Smith Shields. We're kicking you out the door. We're saying, as was the case with Semi Valamate. You're a first grader. Unfortunately, we've got a lot of players in that position at the moment, and we want to see you play first grade. And there's more opportunity for Harley Smith Shields to play first grade at Parramatta in the outside backs, as it was for Bailey Simonson, as there's been for Semi Valame at at the Cowboys. So how is that saying that you're an asshole or treating people like shit? I don't get it. No, because you're doing it from perspective that you don't care. Oh, it's the good guy clause, is it? It's what you come at me. It's got to be part of it. It's got to be part of it. If it's just money, we are always going to lose. All right, put, all, the, put, the, put the other to, glove on the if other all ear. We've got, if, if, if all we've got to put forward is money, then we are an instant loser. We have to have more than that as a prospect to attract and retain players. So we should just keep Harley Smith Shields here playing New South Wales Cup forever. You don't keep anybody on any cir- under any circumstances. You play the ball on Okay, so here it is. Next year, next year, we are going to be Jared Croker less. Yeah. You know, um, Elijah Anderson might come back from his injury, and he it, there's you know he might not be at the club. So uh, it, it, we've got arguably Chris and Tomoko starting in the centres, and then Morcos maybe is that is the next up. Then who's up after that? Harley Smith Shields, Regan, um, yeah, maybe Regan in a squad of or Schiller can play center. He did as a junior, yeah. but in a squad of you got a squad of thirty, and then you got a reserve grade team. So you might have like forty players. He's he's definitely arguably in the top forty. If, you know, having lost Smith Shields, having lost Valamai, having I mean, sorry, not Smith Shields, having lost Croker, Valamai, and potentially Anderson. It's, yeah. uh, you don't want to just um that guy from New South from Simi Sasagi, He can play center. Anyway. So KO Weeks linked to the club. Um, it's a possibility. I wouldn't rule out. Jamal Fogarty mm. has come out and said, although he's, you know, going to test the open market from, he's signed for next year, 2024. So from 2025 onwards, mm-hmm. he's come out and said that he wants to stay, loves the club, you know, mm. playing his best football. Well, I love et- him too. Et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Well. 
But at this stage, the club's only actually offered him a one-year extension, which I think is part of the reason why he's, um, you know, going to open market to see if he can get offered something longer, better, et cetera, and then you can go back to the club, as most players seem to do, um, and say, look, this is what I've this is what I've been offered. You know, can you can you match it? He has to be retained. He needs yeah. to be retained. But obviously he's been the right guy. He's the the, 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 right the guy. fact they're only offering him twenty twenty five, um, you know, indicates that that Sanders is the it may well be the plan, you know, from twenty twenty six. Well, I mean, I, then I think the club can offer him 2026, but I, 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 clearly that's the plan from 2026. Yeah, of course. Yeah, when was the last the When was the last time we saw a clear out in our halves like this? Uh, was when Ricky first came in? McFadden and McClendon. When they no, came like, in? Oh, no, you're right. McCrone and who was the guy from um, Goulburn? Had a brother. Oh. Played a couple, a handful of games. Mitch Cornish. Yeah, Mitch Cornish. I rated Cornish as a young fella. I, I actually I rated too. Cornish a lot. Well, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch Cornish, too. Mitch Cornish, you look at you look at under twenties, and he was like right up there with Moses yeah. and yeah, Moses and Brooks, and they played. There was a couple of players and... coming through that they could really, if they just got a bit of chance and a bit of luck. That's what's really hard about, uh, especially in the spine, because you're playing behind a forward pack. If you if you fall into a good system, you know you can look like a million dollars, and if you don't. You get spat out real quick, and I mean, Mitch Cornish was an incredible junior coming through. And if if he ended up behind a pack that we have now, he'd be a very different player than behind the pack we had yeah. then. Hundred yeah. percent. Maybe he was a little bit slow. I liked him. Too. He was in that 2012 um, Toyota Cup, the under 20s side, wasn't he? That lost against he's, West Tigers. Yeah, he's one of it was around that players. era. It was around that era with the same time as. Um, Tavita Pankai Jr. was in that team yeah. and all those guys. Yeah. 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 Speaking right. of which, did you say, did you hear the news today about Pankai Jr.? Oh, you're going to the talking to the Dolphins. He's willing to take a phone call from Wayne Bennett. That's uh, out of respect. <laughs> oh, mate, I could tell you right now respect. that phone call already happened. That phone call happened a month respect. ago. <laughs> but ultimately, ultimately, I, you know, Gus wanted him off the salary cap. Ultimately. Yeah. yeah. So Gus, and Gus, Gus Wayne is, and they've Gus, organized it, mate. It's a, it's oh, not Gus and Wayne don't speak. Job. Gus and Wayne don't speak. Please. But. It's um, it's no. Gus is the best at um moving people on of of anyone, whether whether it works long term or not. I don't know. No, NRLW. Yeah, they played on the weekend. They, they had to win their game, and, and they won it. And they oh, won it well. It. Yes, they did. Thirty-four to twelve. Bit of sad news. Um, UK import Holly May Dodd um, yeah. appears to have sustained an ACL injury. Yeah, yeah, very sad. Very sad. She indeed. Saw, the good news is she signed on for next year, and the coach came out today and said that they're gonna you know stick by her and how much she developed from the beginning of the season to now and we're going to miss her a lot because she's integral but clearly the club's going to stand by i don't know whether they shall have a surgery now and then head home or whether they'll try and keep her here but um man they played tough they played well they bashed the cowboys and just got out into a huge lead and and then to the titans credit the credit they had to win that game straight after at the same field and they came out and won and both teams look really good. We've got some injury issues, but we look bigger. We look stronger than the Titans. The Titans look quick and zippy and fast, and we're actually playing a lot of different shapes. And I, I, I wouldn't want to meet us. That's what's going to be really hard. Is this these poor, um, these poor football players? I should say these poor women are going to be judged on whether they make the finals or not. There's, mm. Is there ten teams in the NRLW and only four make the finals? So yeah, they yeah. could, they, they could lose three games and miss yeah. out. Look, what made me particularly happy about that match on the weekend was we scored three tries in the second half, you know, and 
uh, when you know the Titans came out and scored in the forty seventh and sixty fourth, you thought to myself, "Oh God, here we go." Oh, yeah, because we've seen it before. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you know the talisman, the 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 player that we all love, Kerry Matua, Matua came out and she scored a fantastic try. Yeah, and and it, it put the game playing out wide. Yeah, well. And who's going to tackle her out there? One on one, there was no chance. But all the same, it was still a At least you didn't drop the ball over the line this time. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Dane Gagai. Shout out. Shout Dane Gagai. Dane. Dane. Um, uh, so the equation is they're playing the Titans. It's at home this Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. at uh, 3.15. It's actually another double header. So you can head out there at um, one o'clock and catch the Eels versus Sharks game. And then and then the Raiders are playing um, the Titans uh, at 3.15. We need to win and win by 12 points to go ahead of um, the Titans, Titans on the ladder and get yep. this spot. There's another circumstance where if the Broncos lose and I we just can't win see by them losing, they're, they're just too good a side. I, I watched their match on the weekend too. And as soon as they got in trouble, they rallied really, really well. There, there's a depth, um, a, 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 an ability to deal with adversity in that side, which is really quite impressive. Because when they were down against us initially, when we were playing them, you saw that bite through and they just took control of the game. They just stuck on their game. They didn't get worried by anything and it, it runs deep. They are playing the Dragons though, who aren't, they're not an easy beat. The Dragons are coming sixth. I mean, admittedly, they can't make the finals. We're coming fifth. But the good thing about our side is we've got points in us, you know, and we've actually scored yeah. a lot of points this year. Our differential's not fantastic. But if winning by 12, I have more confidence in the NRLW side winning by 12 than I do in our NRL side winning by 12. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully they, they get up. I know I'll be watching it. Um, I think I'll be in New Zealand, actually. So I'll, I'll be I'll be in a normal time frame, which is great. But mm. I know I'm actually flying to New Zealand on Thursday night and I changed my flight to land there a day early in case the Raiders won. Yeah. And of course, I was always, I'll tell you that's what. Why, that's why they lost, mate, because of you. Well, well I was the owner. You're the mob. No, no. <laughs> I was looking at flights on um, Sunday afternoon. I, I stayed, got, got, we were up 16-6. I started looking at the flights, thought I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to keep my word. I promised if we beat you did if we beat the Knights, I was going to fly to New Zealand. I was going to. See oh my God, we should have uh, beat the Knights. Oh New South God. Wales Cup. Uh, the guys had a great run, tremendous run this year. They really did. Um, but in the end, um, men against boys. And yeah, that. They, they were kids playing against grown men. Forty nine to six. Well, you 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 look at the the team that ran out for New South Wales Cup yeah. on the weekend. Um, the only one of the pack in Clay Webb who's really been there all year. Yeah. The the pack of the New South Wales Cups kind of been built around Trey Mooney, yeah. um Peter Holler. Yeah. And uh I have a Peru. Yeah. And Even none of them solo. were there. Yeah. No, and it's, it was all it was all just basically the kids um playing up in the pack there. And yeah, the, the Warriors, um as we'd seen earlier in the year at Kipax, um they just, uh, they're a strong team. They're they very were. physically and they they ran over top of the guys. <clears throat> Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've uh, come to talk with a uh, you again. <clears throat> All right, enough of uh, that shit. Uh, this is Danny Stewart, the uh, half brother of a uh, Kibaratis coach, Ricky Stewart. <clears throat> now, in regards to that uh, incredible result on uh, Sunday. Uh, some have uh, coined it the uh, biggest upset in NRL finals history. And uh, who would I be to argue with that? An absolutely incredible result. Uh, heartbreaking loss to the uh, Raiders uh, in regards to the actual game itself. Uh, not for a minute in that game of footy. In that uh, 90 minutes that I think we were going to lose that uh, until the uh, final whistle sounded. <coughs> now, we were the better team in that game of footy. Uh, 
follow the Denny Stewart blueprint uh, beautifully. Skipped out the early lead, shut the bed, and uh, then kicked back again there in the second half. And uh, could have easy stolen at the end there. But I, uh, <coughs> I've said it once and I'll say it before about these boys. Uh, uh, the CD uh, they showed, uh, the amount of heart these boys have got is absolutely off the charts. Uh, we won the uh, CD Premiership, I can, uh, can do you that. Uh, had to be proudly effort after Hapapuru went down early. Uh, would have been a lot of reasons to uh, throw the tail in, but the boys, uh, they kept coming. Uh, they kept finding a second win there and uh, nearly stole the end there, but they... Uh, the better team lost that game of footy. Uh, an absolutely incredible result. Uh, I'm still trying to uh, digest it, to be honest. It still hurts, so I've been on the drink for uh, three days solid. <coughs> uh, but uh, that's the end of that there. There was a lot of positives there, a lot of green shoots coming out of that performance. Uh, but uh, the premiership favourites are gone. Uh, what does one say? I was certain that this was uh, going to be our year, but uh, it's going to have to be uh, 2024 where we claim that uh, Lucy fourth premiership. <coughs> uh, so it's been a lot of fun this year, uh, Raiders fans. Uh, don't do anything I uh, wouldn't do this off-season. And I uh, uh, hope to uh, see you all again uh, next year. Uh, go you a uh, green machine. Yeah, he's hurting. He's We're hurting. all hurting. We're all hurting. We're all hurting. Um, a lot of know, hurting. It's one of those things. The, the game was there for taking. But the, the BOTB wasn't, though. No. No, no. But c and Oh, I mean, CNA. you can't. No CNA. one, if they, like, as he always says, there's a ladder for CNA. Mm. We're top. We're top. We're, we're yeah. kings. Yeah. We're kings. It's in our DNA. It's uh, in our DNA. Yeah. But there has been something this week, Tim, um, mm. that's upset you. Mm -hmm. And you might say it's. Uh, Ground my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? And you know what grinds my gears? Is it Paul Ty Crawley? Tyson Get. Paul go. Crawley? Paul Crawley's pronunciations say... on um, NRL 360. You know, he says <laughs> yeah, Tapine. Um, yeah, Tapine. And Ponga. Instead of saying Ponga, he says Ponga. Mm. Yeah, that does. I was, gonna say, I was just going to say Tyson Gamble. Does Tyson yeah, Gamble Tyson grind your gears? Gamble definitely grinds. Tyson Gamble's haircut. Okay, now, what I want to go at, right? Yeah, oh, God, I hate that. Get rid of those sideburns, yeah, Manningly. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's what it looks like. What? Yeah, but the thing that grinds my gears, and those things definitely ground my gears, but the thing that grinds my gears is this. And I know people are going to come out at me, and I probably deserve it. I never saw an angle of Dominic Young's try where the ball touched the ground. They never looked for it. For the next try from the Raiders, they looked at it from 10 angles before they hit the try confirmed. We saw from one angle where it was completely inconclusive with um, uh guy from Newcastle, gets arrested by the cops, short, plays hooker for us. Starling. Starling coming up claiming oh, no, that no, he no. got his hand under no, the ball. I never got, saw he, another angle. He didn't. No, no, no Dom Young got that down, but there was there was there no, were a number of calls. I never saw another angle. I didn't need to. No, because he, he got it down on the second bounce. But, but there were a number but the of issue calls. Was the, no, but what grinds my gear about this? The next try that we scored, they literally and I thought it was clear as but bloody also day. You, they literally looked at ten angles before. But in the, the bunker, they've got all the screens going at once. You don't know what we don't actually know what the bunkers. I want Adam, to see mate, all Adam, the angles. Adam, Adam, Adam Mariotta scored. Your hand is part of the ball. If your hand's on the ball, I yeah, think that's some to of the, the risk. Your hand's your part hand. of the ball. The the, the problem. No, with but the your hand is, your hand is part of the ball. Yeah. The problem with that one was that because um, Pork's mate Ash Klein set it up as no try. I guarantee if it had been set up as a try, they wouldn't have 
made yeah. no which, which, which makes it about kind of weird that the whole like remember before they just would send it to the video app and the video app exactly check. we've spoken about that in the past the whole try and note. why do they have to if they don't really know why do they have to have an opinion they don't have to guess it's bullshit they were told and they, they did had that. to have an opinion that was the thing they yeah. were told why? in order to do it because that because was when that, that way there was a position going up and instead of looking at everything they were looking to prove or disprove yeah. and and that's because when they first about. when they first brought in no it's when they first brought in the video referee blake yeah they would send it up and the video referee sometimes sent it back down as ref's call. I know. And, th- and then the ref had to make a call and then the entire crowd came down. We're like, uh, right. Yeah. And so they decided to make the ref's call earlier in advance yeah. to save, to save a minute or, or time. But, okay. But that's, grind, that's, that's one of the things that, more. Hang on, hang on, I haven't finished well, mine. Oh, gear, right? So when you look at the 62 minute try to Dom Young, I, I never saw the ball go down. I never saw an angle of it. Right. You guys can all say it's there, but, then this is the Matt worst. Rawley. This is Shut the worst up. grind my gears for the year. You grind my gears. You're <laughs> worst one. You're a pillock. In the 64th minute, Matt Frawley scores a try. They literally looked at angle after angle after angle, and it took them a full two minutes to put the try confirmed up when it was bloody clear that it was there and it should have been confirmed. That really ground my gears. I just like equal equal effort. Now the other thing that grinds my gears, and yes, I know most of, especially those of us, is it so called Raiders fans? so-called Raiders fans, <laughs> um, going into extra time, not understanding it wasn't golden point and wondering why the hell they weren't setting up for a field goal. Did you think that? Um, I, yeah, I did. I, I, I thought when they didn't go, when Fogarty kicks over to the right, because we were, I had people around and we were, we were watching. And when he kicked, I said, it can't be golden point. Otherwise, they would have gone for it. It can't be. It has to How be How do you know the rule? How do I not know? Like yeah, why, why is there a different rule for the finals, which is just because... stupid? And. But if you're going to do that, play oh, ten minute like... extra, play ten minute extra halves, not five. You don't even get the game going. It's a well, kickoff and then two sets of six. Extra, we would have yeah. won. But the but the other thing we still should have went through there when we at the end they of gone for the time proper, yeah, and we went for the field goal in that. Um, Gamble is so far offside; it wasn't even close to offside. Look, Why didn't they even look at it? He wasn't every, even close to onside. Every, we were never getting that penalty away from home, mate. That's yeah. the problem. And, every, and the other every, thing, if we charged down, it was so offside. It wasn't like I when I saw people tweeting about it, I, I thought, oh yeah, righto, whatever. And then I went back and looked at it with a oh, that's unequivocal. It's like it's not even close. And full time comes straight after that. They had every moment to go and look at it. And yet they they're didn't. not blowing that penalty away from home, yeah. mate. Yeah, but then we it's got not lucky about the this rule, year it's about an entertainment product. It grinds my gears. We got lucky this year in Campbelltown when um, Fogarty got his legs taken out, yeah. and we got that penalty. Fogarty's there's a few there's a few things to nitpick in your grinding gears there. One, Fogarty needs to learn how to take a drop goal quicker. Yeah, like he's just too slow. Yeah. Why, Secondly, why weren't they giving it to Frawley? Well, Frawley should have set up on the left yeah, of the scrum. Yeah, you have two options, so it's less obvious. My God, yeah, and we should have probably gone to Frawley anyway. If you, d- you think back to mm. when we played at Marathon Stadium earlier this year, Frawley kicked a forty-five meter field goal I just know. before half time. Frawley's got a left foot. Fogarty's got a right foot. There's there's so many things that you can nitpick. It's the uh, the stripping call that got them going down, which oh, wasn't a strip. Absolutely. It was ridiculous. That, that was the biggest thing that I was... I don't know whether they have some indicator. I don't know whether they have some I agree. I don't know if they have some indicator that we're not aware of because they said that um, Tom Starling had a cupping motion with his hand, therefore he's stripping the ball. I don't know if that's some rule that they've decided upon because it didn't. Look, it looked to me like he's trying to wrap up the ball. 
Yeah. He, he and hit and out. then he tried to re-grab yeah. and he just took the ball. But they but, said, oh, no, because he's got a cupping motion. No, it was bullshit. No, that's, that's because it's, it's, it's home bias. And but, well, that goes directly one, to the second try that they got. And, and without that try, it was such a turning point in the game. That was such mate, a turning and, point. But then in the also game. the the scrum where we actually set up for the field goal. Yes, Fogarty should have been further back. Yes, Frawley should have been on the left, so he had a second option. Mm. But we there's no way Tyson Gamble should be running through the scrum to block that. Yeah, the to charge down that. The fortunately, the, but also the, too, Hudson Young was there. We should yeah, have held him. It's exactly, ridiculous. Exactly. Also too. Um, you look at every charge down field goal attempt across the weekend or golden point games generally, the charge down person is almost always offside. Yes. And, and guess it, who was probably not offside? Hudson Young. Yeah. So if you're listening <laughs> yeah. to this podcast, get on Twitter, go to the greenhouse or just go to the greenhouse on the interwebs and have a look at a picture that they've posted where Hudson Young was at the play the ball. He was yeah. not offside. And also it's- Klein's got him standing back um, on the goal line. And yeah. um, the Knights are playing the ball past oh, the 10, past, past the, yeah. so they're 12. So he's probably 12 metres back mm-hmm. when, when that ball got played. The fix was in. And that's where I still think Gamble, Gamble was trying to get Jack sent off. There's so many things that happened in that game. The, but we had our chances, the, you know, we had our chances at, at uh, yeah, dominated but that's a Raiders, We always have our chances because we're a good we're a good forward-based team that yeah. when we hold the ball, we're always going to have our chances. But the game, we were the better side for 80% of the game. And yep. then everyone's talking about ponga, 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 ponga. He shouldn't have even been able to kick the field goal uh, at the end. Pong, my, and the biggest goal. thing that grinds my gears, the, the penalty, the biggest thing that grinds my gears is Tarpany was taken off the field. Yeah, but for the there's, entire there's timing there because... Tarpany wasn't taken off the field by the Raiders trainer. He was taken off by the independent doctor or whatever. And so if Ponga had been, if there'd been a couple more minutes of play after that penalty goal, they would have called him up, I reckon. Probably. Yeah. But also, whoever Puru was taken off, Yeah, Tyson Frizzell was knocked the F out trying to stop that try. Tyson Frizzell was knocked out before halftime. It was a category one. He couldn't get up. His hands clenched and he went on to play the game. Yeah, there's so many. That's crazy. Just, the other thing about, yeah. you know, you look at that 10 minute period um, when the Knights scored their three tries mm. in the second half. Um, Schiller couldn't run. No. Yeah, he, he's had he a couldn't run. His, his quad. Yeah. He seemed to, he seemed to like, he came a bit better later he on did. in the game again. I but at that point when they ran right, he, cause he, he took a hit up and then he was all hobbling around everywhere. And then when he was trying to defend like Dom Young there on one leg. Yeah. He, I think he took a cork in his calf. There was something for that where he yeah, really, must have really, been really a hurt. Cork. But there was no one on the on the bench that could come on no. for him. So that's why Rick likes having an outside back on the bench. Yeah, well, it makes sense on that case. Mind you, Hepapura getting injured in the first 10 yeah. minutes by putting his head in the wrong place. Look, the thing that got me with the Tarpanay um, head knock, I didn't have a problem with that because it was a rightfully it was a penalty because he did get hit in the head with a shoulder. Now, the person who hit him in the head with the shoulder, I'm very fond of. I think Adam Elliott rules. I'd have him back at our club tomorrow, and I'm certain he didn't mean to do it, but we've lost two Three players. Legs. We've lost, yeah, we've lost two times this season players for 10 minutes in the sin bin and then a subsequent suspension for exactly the same oh, thing where a shoulder went into someone's face. How is that How is that any different from, um, and I know obviously Magic Ground was, they sent everyone, but you look back to the, Papalee one in against yeah, yeah. the Bulldogs in the Magic. It's just shoulder to the it's head. The same thing. But the thing Mate, is, there's, there's so many, there's Ellie so many. For ten minutes at that point, there, the game is over. 
he was the number so one thing that was holding their defense together at that end. He made most of the tackles. If he goes off for 10 minutes, we win. But he didn't. So and many, no one's even discussed it and he hasn't even been charged. Yeah, well, I mean, this weekend, Sam Walker should have been sent off. Sam Walker completely mm. knocked a bloke out and yep. he he stayed on. The, 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 the way that they referee the game, the mm. way that they referee the game is just, it's, it's, there's no consistency. And, mm. and even if you bring up the word, you know, there are commentators like Warren Smith that yell at you for trying to say you're an idiot for trying to talk about consistency. I just, but I don't know. It's just Isn't it's Warren upsetting your mate? to me. He is a mate. He used to be. It's just, he used to be. Not mine. He's not, a Facebook, he's not a Facebook mate. He's just a mate. He's just a mate. Um, a Twitter mate. Uh, do we actually have mates on Twitter? Probably not. But I don't know, man. I'm just up, I'm upset. And, and uh, you know, you and so well, I just like Solzy said in his podcast, because I did listen to it today. The further I'm getting away from this game, the more it hurts because we were by far the better team. Yeah. And they just had. They had the ability to attack dynamically down one side and isolate Jack um, Frawley and get on the outside shoulder a couple of times. And 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 if it wasn't for that kick too, that we had, you know, Emre Gula trying to tap back, it's we win that game. Yeah. And we deserve to win that game. Yeah. Look, we did well to come back into the game, I think. Heart. Yeah. I think because, you know, with 20 minutes to go, the Knights were on the rampage or 15 minutes to go. Um, You said you were going to bed, Matt. You'd seen enough and... I know. I didn't I, go to I, bed. I just I said that. I was like, fuck, I'm going to bed. But that's honestly, I, and I've said this as well. I think that's, I said it on a different thread to some mates. I think that's the, because I had some friends that were there, some um, Knights fans. I think this is the best game we've played in three or four years, maybe yeah. since our run to the 2019 finals. Just Elliot Whitehead was incredible. Wasn't he? Unbelievable. Mate, um, his last like, three or four weeks have been sensational. Um, it's like he it's like how we played for England. He just yeah, I remember yeah, saying to you guys cuz I watched the World Cup. He he was hitting and yeah. he must hurt. I never I like never thought yeah, body. I never thought that he didn't have that in him, but my concern looks great in front row rotation, doesn't he? It's not in the front row rotation. My he concern throughout the year is it's hard for someone of his age you can't you can't do it all season. all season. Yeah. No. And look, and that was the thing about the effort in this game and and we talked about it again in another thread um, people are like, oh, where was where was that effort all season yeah. in that game? You can't restrain that all. You can't you can't, can't redline your car the whole time. It's it's like that game when we had our first really good win in the season against the Broncos. But I was yeah. like, that was incredible. Yeah. But we can't play we can't all, yeah. with that intensity. That, that offload. Um, I've forgotten who did first offload to Elliot. Uh, was it Hudson? Tarpany. Tarpany yeah. to Hudson, then back to to Tommy. That and tried. then Tommy kissing the badge. That was no, that, yeah. that, that Tarpany to Whitehead to Newcastle yeah. Hill. That that was a magical moment. So the fact that we then lost the match, the moment, the fact that we were down, but at that by point, 12, okay, and so... it looked like we were gone, and then we rallied, came back, and got it right at the death, and it looked like they were going to crap their pants and lose. That in itself was yeah, enough for us after, to say. But after getting that try, and we got the ball, and then we were in position. Before we went into Kicked extra time, field goal, field goal. I thought this is our chance to just finish it dead here with like there was thirty seconds. Well, we had a good set. Solo had a good yeah. play the ball. We yeah. just weren't. He just. It, and that was a too much time. To he took too much time. I know. I know. He took too much the, time. The one, that I, too slow, the one but, that I saw with the, the field goal once was the zigzag. Right, I think it might have been Melbourne where um, Munster set on one side and Cronk was on the other. So a while back. And they zigzagged. So they went back and they ran to first person and he went back. So it was too far for anyone to get to. And then, no, it was Munster. Just was throw it to Rupper on the wing. Like, um... have them both, mate. We have a left footer and a right yeah. footer. No, but, no, but what you but do just... is you go to the first one. They're running yeah. it in. He passes it back to the person who's even deeper. There's no time. Like, yeah. for any, like... I... we have to, 
we're, we're pulling it apart and we're still passionate about it because it was such a close game. So we, we could talk about this for hours and probably bore everyone to tears. But yeah, that's I, the idea. I, I'm just trying to think back to when I last felt this passionate about this side, regardless of result, because the result sucks, you know, and we can always lament that. But the last time that I felt this proud of the players was against Melbourne in 2019 when we won that game. Mm-hmm in the final when, you know, the great final. Like I, this game had everything that we've ever wanted our players to do. We just didn't get the result. And yeah. we can lament the, the, the offsides and blame everyone because that's kind of, but we, we proved something that were they, not we, because I wasn't there. They proved something to rugby league fans across the country like they did that season. Like everyone that wasn't a Roosters fan was a Raiders fan that weekend. And it's not the same because we haven't had the momentum behind the club leading up to like a final a grand final but everyone tipped the knights and yeah. then i think the everyone landslide. was dude and everyone was talking about the knights if you look at an arrow 360 last week they, there was seven minutes on the knights and seven seconds on the raiders and then yeah. after that game all that anyone can talk about is the raiders now they'll move on tomorrow but i'm so proud of the way that they played and so many of those players that mm. you know we've been oh, i was coming of age all year. It's coming out party for some players. Trent. Man, man of the man of the match. Who who have you guys got for your man of the match? No, I agree with what you've got. I think Rapper. Yeah, so I've got two two land got, speed vouchers. I got two. Yeah, yeah. Rapper. Um, two hundred two hundred eighty. Oh yeah, another two hundred eighty eighty meters on the park. Um, our attack looks so much better with Rapper at fullback. <laughs> it's like I mean, a, a couple of times there, you know, he's the pass has gone to ground and but just the attacking threat of just, just, just those simple little moves. Like we, we, we haven't had that all year. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, 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 look, he was great. He played, left it all out in the pits. I think you've got here 280. Yeah. I just that. So he's had nine try assists in five games, right? Uh, ahead of him for the whole season, uh, Jack and Jamal's on top. Most of Jamal's would be off the back of bombs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then conversely, you know, we've had the whole season with Seb Chris playing fullback who basically from, I think 19 games had three try assists. So yes. the fullback is the main, one of the main attacking weapons of all sides. We've pretty much gone with that one all year. And then we've seen Rapa go back there. What a difference it made. Yeah, but look, I think coming into the preseason, and there's been conjecture about this, we were planning to have Xavier Savage at fullback. He That was the plan. And then he gets his, his jaw busted and everything changed from that moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I thought that was the case. But like I say, I, you know, I'm starting to wonder now if it ever... Well, it's it's certainly not going to go forward. It may, no, but, other... it may, but it may have been the case, and if it may have been the case, you don't know how bad the confidence of a young player's rocked when their jaw gets broken. Oh, like absolutely. I've never had, I've never had my jaw broken, but I could imagine there mustn't be too many things harder to come back from than a knee reconstruction or maybe your jaw getting broken. Mm. Yeah, you know, like to take contact and know that you're going to get it busted again. Yeah, I mean. And and not all players have the 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 heart on their sleeve like Danny Levi that come back and get it broken again and then come back like <laughs> six side. weeks later. Yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it, it can't be easy for a young like athlete who could nah. have been a sprinter, but he ended up in rugby league. No, it's true. His jaw smashed apart. Like it's it's got to knock your confidence. And oh, it certainly. You does. might have you might have a mum that's like saying, "Why are you even playing this sport, honey?" Like it's the money like, showing the show <laughs> the Benjamins. Um, but no, the other but... look, you, we, we've named for one of the men in the match, and that was Rapa, who's the oldest player. Is he older than Elliot? Yeah, 
Yeah, he's older now. The oh, oldest player. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's thirty-four. Yeah, he's, 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 I, they're the same. No, I don't, not sure which. It was Elliot's birthday from. was just the other day. I think Rupp. Yeah, I older. think Rupp is older. Yeah. So the oldest player, but probably I think the youngest player on the field is the other one when he gets the man of the match and Artem Mariota, twenty-one-year-old um, prop forward, uh, fifty-six minutes, hundred and ninety-three meters. He started. Uh, he was incredible. He was. Yeah, we was always incredible. we knew he had it in him, but um, yeah, he he stepped up and took Papa's spot, and and that was incredible. And, a 21-year-old prop. You don't see many 20-year-old, one-year-old props outside of probably Payne Haas that mm. are like delivering that sort of performance. And that so was you know, the Saifidi brothers he was going up against too. There's no slouches. Yeah. Not just that. Leo Thompson oh, yeah. also has, has had an incredible year. And Leo Thompson's had actually had an incredible month yeah. of football. But look, and I and, know everyone else is laughing, but they're Croker as well. I've all I, Matt Croker, I, I've rated. He's I think very he's, good. He's a good they've got a great pack that's actually dominated the last two months of rugby league. And Mariotta was incredible. Yeah. And Emre Gula played seventy eight minutes in the middle. Yeah, uh, we we had obviously a, they we, they had to play bigger minutes because of Peru Peru um, going down in in the first couple of minutes. But Trey Mooney as well again um, looked great. He really great. did. Um, and, and his launch, I don't know how many minutes he did, but every time I saw him running and tackling, he looked... Well, he had a try uh, and Adder should have had a try as well. He looked like a first grade player. He looked like... Pasami Solo player. too. When we needed someone to do some of those hard runs and take yeah. some high impact runs, Solo off the first or second carry was doing it late in the game. Yeah. Um, Look, a special mention too, because he had a rough start to the season and Lord knows we've been on his back. The... Finished the season by Nick Kotrick. The crab has been well. There's no crab. I've seen no <laughs> soldier crab. Crab is off the menu. <laughs> was going forward and he was punching. Uh, no, he's been look all returns. He's tackling. He did one mistake last week against the against the sharks where he's looking the wrong way. But apart from that, it's not just been blemish free. He's been one of the reasons. He's, he's been, been very really good. really. He's good. been very good. And I'm, I'm glad to see him. Aren't um, you glad you didn't make the crab t-shirt? That's still coming. I'm you glad. I'm glad to. See would you that. trade? Would you trade the crab for Colonel Sanders? Yep. Yep. Would you trade Harley? Yeah, I'll trade just about anyone. I'd trade Xavier. No, Savage. no, no. You trade Savage. Would you trade yeah. Morcos? Yep. Would you trade Seb Chris? No. Probably not. No, but <laughs> I'm but I mean, seeing how far he goes. I'm no, just, seeing just, how, a, just about. Far he goes for a kid that's never played a game of first grade. Just about because sevens, you know, sevens, are, and we 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 saw, you know, maybe the difference, you know, in winning and losing that game might have been, you know, a few. I don't want to put the blame on him as a lot of people have, but you know, there are a few things the seven didn't didn't do that could have changed that result. Like to get the most yeah, highly rated seven, I'd trade any outside back because outside backs are the easiest players to replace we have the most depth in no i wouldn't trade seven i wouldn't trade nick kotrick and the reason i wouldn't trade nick kotrick is because he's a camera boy and then he's <laughs> i still blame i still blame I still blame hates you you know that personally uh I, I still blame he no went to the bulldogs he have to went to the bulldogs no. mate the <laughs> he did he actually street. did <laughs> no 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 but when someone comes back the blowtorch from on belly and they have to come back and they have to find form and they do that is the making of a player. He has now looked at the, he has back. now looked at the abyss and said, "No, I can come back." And once a player knows they can come back, they're there for good. They're there. For I good. still I still blame um, our forward pack for letting Tyson Gable run through the scrum. Yeah. That's 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 ridiculous. You can't let Danny that Levi wouldn't have done that. Danny Levi definitely wouldn't have done that. He was there. 
Mm. Um, so man of the match, yeah, Jordan Rapiner, uh, and Adam Arietta, two $20 vouchers each. Mm. Come down, boys, there behind the counter. Um, do we have an NRLW player of the match as well? Oh, I'm always going to go for Shaq or, or, um, or, um, Matua, so don't ask me. I'm hideously Caratina. biased. Look, I can't. Caratina, you've got, you've got a $20 voucher behind the counter, um, at Landspeed, not here, at Landspeed Records. No, um, not here. I should stress. We've done man of the match. Now we're going to do uh, player of the year. Uh, we kind of touched upon it last week with the Meninga medal stuff. Um, but my player of the year mm-hmm. is, and for the most consistent performer throughout the year, I, some players, yeah, Rafa had a great end to the season. I thought um, Corey Horsburgh had an excellent middle of the season. Um, Tarpany consistent all the way through, you know, and got the Meninga medal. But my player of the year is Matt Timiko. Uh, played every minute of every game this year, mm-hmm. 25 games. Didn't miss didn't miss a minute, I think, of, of any games. Um, of all the centres in the comp this year, no one ran for more metres mm. than he ran. He ran for 3,585 metres at an average of 143 metres um, a game, which is huge because, you know, wingers' numbers and fullbacks' numbers are always going to be artificially inflated by kick returns. They're going to get 20 meters you know uncontested mm-hmm. he's, he's made every one of those 143 meters he's Missing made traffic yeah he's, it's it's hard it's hard going um 11 tries 12 line breaks and 108 tackle breaks i think he's established himself this year uh as undoubtedly one of the elite centers mm-hmm. in the game and hopefully um the new zealand coach Oh, he better. better. Jesus, he better. <laughs> I mean, does he even know who he is? I don't mean, they, <laughs> if he doesn't, if he doesn't pick him, he's not allowed back in Canberra okay. next year. Man. Unsurprisingly, while I think that's a great nomination, I do not agree with it for Player of the Year. Who are you going with? Um, I, I'm going with Jordan Rapiner, and I'm going with him for this reason. You never have to doubt him. You never have to doubt where he's giving 100%. Now, sometimes he's giving 100% to one of the dumbest things that's ever been done. Yeah, he doesn't die wondering. Right, but he doesn't die wondering. So in that match, and you were talking about his passing and the stuff that he did, one of the reasons we were so competitive is because he is a competitor. To There's not a fibre in that man's being that isn't a competitor. So sometimes that leads him into driving into walls and doing something stupid, but it also leads him into doing things that beat other sides. And one of the key reasons in that first 20 minutes when we were pounding the Knights in that match was because of him and because he didn't care who they were. He doesn't respect a reputation. He doesn't respect anything. He's going to go at you harder than you go at him. And he's a competitor. And if you're held in the tackle and there's a rib exposed, you can guarantee he's going to go away. Whatever. There's a brain explosion in the bloke too. Look, I'm the bloke who wanted him in reserve grade two seasons ago. He he has made me eat that humble pie. He is got... he now our best? Is he a greatest winger of all time? I've been saying it for four or five years. He is. I know, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not is. asking you. I'm asking the pork. Yes, he is now our greatest winger of all time. Oh, hey. see you later, chicken. See you On this date. But, 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 he just, but he just is because in that match for a 34 year old guy who you know his brain, it's just you know, it's there's a hot wire in his head. Um, Chicken Fergus is lying know, up another cigarette as we speak. You don't know. No, <laughs> no, one down. no he's, he's given up the, the dairies. Um, You don't know what's going to happen, but it, he he never dies wonder. You never have to wonder if that guy's going to try. You yeah. never have to sit back and think, gee, could he get in the game? No, he'll put his hand up. He'll put his hand he up. If you need someone to he, try and kick a It's not about he, trying with Rafa. He embodies, like he embodies a, what I want the Canberra Raiders to be. Yeah. 
and he he does it like that we had other players i think yeah i think matt timico was great i think seb chris was great i think joe tarpano was great and i think jamal fogarty was great but i think i don't I, I think seb chris you know performed admirably this year okay but i don't i don't have him in my i know he's probably very well on the ning medal as well i don't have him who have you got matthew level well it just the timing's perfect because one one supposed fan just mentioned one of the players that I think is my player of the year. So it cool is fan. Seb Chris. Yeah, so cool fan who's going to try and run for the board. No, so I cool Seb Chris. Uh, I think uh, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Now, Rapana Rapana is oh, he's rolling his eyes, ladies and gentlemen. He's always rolling his eyes. He's a pain in the Seb ass. Chris, player of the year. Seb Chris did an admirable job, but basically we like negated the fullback position. Which I don't. Are you going to talk? Are you going to talk over me? Or are you, you going to? Are you going to let me speak? Oh, he's going to talk over you. Say a bit. I can guarantee you, he's going. And one day you say a bit, say a bit, and then I'll then I'll then I'll tell you wrong. Say a bit, then I'll tell you wrong. Wanda's talking about redoing the bingo board for next year, and he's got to have Blake talks over Matthew. Except it's got to be like four times because otherwise it'd be picked up in the first twenty seconds. No, I like. Matty Tomoko is probably my favourite Canberra at the moment. It was Jack, and now I think. You know, I've had Tomoko in fantasy for a couple of years, and I, I, I love him. And I, and every time um, he gets the ball, I want him to get it more. And one of the things that happened on the weekend is that we actually didn't get him the ball too much until the second half. And in the second half, because he probably wasn't gassed, we started going to his side a little bit more. But, you know, I just think about what the club asked Seb Chris to do this year and what he did admirably. You know, he's not a fullback. Now, we, can you blame him for that? No. No, is it his fault? I, 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 it? No, but... And obviously, hindsight's a wonderful thing. How much better would we have been if Rapp had gone to fullback earlier? Yeah, but Rapp is not fit. He doesn't train. He's unfit at the beginning of the year. He doesn't want to play fullback. He openly says that. He, he openly said, says he said that. He said that now he he's is fit now. I know at the start of the year there, there was some reluctance apparently there. And, and every year that we've played Rapper at fullback, he plays three great games and then one absolute howler. What was the game two 75%. weeks ago? When he, what was the game two weeks ago when he passed it and we got it and he yeah. got it back and then he passed it again? It's just like, oh my god, yes. You know what I mean? Like, and that's we love that him was because shocker, he's, that was that wasn't. But I just think the one game Seb Chris played this year when he when Seb Sebi got his fitness up and he was in the centres in that one game before he got injured, he was incredible. So you're and, giving him Player of the Year based on one game? No, I'm not giving him Player of the Year based on one game. I'm giving him Player of the Year based on what the coach asked him to do and what he did for our club and helped us get almost in the top four, but in the top eight. And he would, I think he's, he is a team player. He, he, he might be a 5'8 next year. Like he's just, he's just oh, a God, player no. that. All right. Please no. So the way Please. this is going to be resolved, because obviously <laughs> we've got three different entries here. Uh, Balake from the official count will put out a poll asking you, the listeners, who should be the rage review with Blake and the Pork player of the year, which comes with it. Not that we've ever given it out, but should come with it a case of beer. I'm looking at you, Elliot. We still haven't given you yours. <laughs> it was Blake. He's, he's tight with his money. Now, um, hear me out, listeners. Hear me out, because I want, I want you to know this, is what the club asked Seb Chris to do this year and what he did incredibly well. He was safe under the high ball. Yes, at the beginning of the year, he wasn't great under the grubber, but... He, he might not be the most dynamic fullback. And we look at other clubs and we they had, you know, the Teddies or the Reese Walshers and it was the year of the fullback this year. But we didn't have that player in our club. CNK. We did not have that. We did. It was Rapper. It was Rapper all along. Or maybe it was Xavier uh, was it, Barge. 
Yeah. Maybe it was. Basically, Ricky turned the position of fullback this year until the end where he maybe finally, because ultimately he took Seb Chris out of fullback. And you sound like the there. GMP podcast. No, but ultimately he took Seb Chris out of fullback and put Ruffer this. So yeah, because Jared Croker like, sucked at center. That's why he did it. <laughs> because we were getting run over. I'm like, what are you talking about? Anyway. He didn't replace anyway, Seb Chris. All right. We'll have no, a poll no, online. He, no, Blake, Blake who... look, at me, look at me now. He didn't replace Seb Chris. He put Seb Chris at center because that was where we were weak. And I get it. I get Rapa had a great game on the weekend, but we don't have a fullback. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, it's... So we have a vote. Under, Ricky, I'm, I'm... under Ricky in 2024, I think his biggest mistake was turning the fullback, which is one of, if not the most important attacking position on the field, into a position that was played like a forward who caught bombs. I agree. And I mean, and I mean, Seb Chris did a very admirable impression of a forward that could catch a bomb and then run the ball up. But in attack, you, you know, we couldn't play those short sides. We couldn't do any of the things that other teams do, which we've suddenly seen that we are capable of doing with Rupper in that position. Anyway. I agree with you. So there will be a poll. People get online and do it. And uh, that and if Seb Chris decide. gets more than 10% of the votes, <laughs> I'll be surprised. Yeah, uh, and I really think that any of the three that we put up won't get lots of votes. And, um, and, what, and put up I, a fourth. <laughs> is the fourth other or is it Tarpane? Uh, Corey Hosbro, maybe Tarpane. Maybe Tarpane. I mean, Tarpane is great again. It's, I don't want to downplay his achievements. It's one of those things once you get to a certain level. Anyway, right. once more for the final time this year. It's time for Ask Clown of the Week. <laughs> Brought to you by And Your Soul. You got a burning pain in your rear end. You're getting on a little bit. You're a bit scared of going and having a movement. And your soul. Get rid of that burning itch. Available in spray, wipe, or cream. Yeah. But please don't use the wipes and put them down the toilet. Bin those babies. Yeah. They Free the it. poo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could be sponsored. <laughs> AGL yeah. could sponsor Ask Clown of the Week. Yeah, but it's and your soul. They're the people who are sponsoring us. Yeah, but next year. Okay. Next yeah. year. I'm all about Canberra businesses. Here, Tim. I'm all about who sponsors us. And there we Ask Clown of the Week. Okay, I'm going to go off with mine straight okay, away. Okay, you go. Who else can it be other than Valentine Holmes? He's a strong I mean, contender. Whether it's a prank or not, or whatever reason, why would you post a photo of yourself holding up a little white baggie? I don't get it. I don't get it. He posted it. It's, it's a magnesium supplement. Who, um, <laughs> who was that? Did he... Did oh, he posted. Was it, was it, was it, it um, was Wayne Cam Carey? Wasn't it Cam Munster? Oh, Cam, I said a little bag. Was it? Wasn't it Wayne Carey had ground up some prescription medication and and dropped it in a little bag at the uh, Crown Casino? I mean, I drugs are rife, people. Drugs, drugs are rife. Yeah, they are. Drugs are rife. Are. Um, don't post photos of yourself doing them, and kids, don't do them. Yeah, I'm not going to ask any of our players about drugs because I don't want anyone to lie to me. You know, if I asked Derek Croker and he said no, I'd believe him. I'll tell you one thing, folks. Alan Tung never touched a drug in his life. Never, That's never, one thing never, I know never, for sure. Never, never. And I can also tell you this. Ricky Stewart has never touched a drug. Guarantee it. Absolutely guarantee it. Knows nothing. Knows less than nothing about them. Less than nothing. I, I love Ricky. Yeah, I love Ricky as well. So, yeah, Valentine Holmes. Uh, for a player I like a great deal and I think is really worthwhile, um, I that's if it is a setup and I, part of me actually believes it is because I don't think he's that dumb. Yeah. But he's dumb it, enough. It does think, remind me of the Cam Munster video, but no, you know, you know what it reminded me of? If it is, if it is a G up, 
it reminds me of um, what's his name? John the Monahan. Retri- Joel Monahan. Yeah, the which, retriever, which people, which is clearly a joke. Yeah, it was. It was a jackass inspired. Frank gone wrong. Do you know who actually shared the photo as well? I wasn't going to say it, but you just said it. There you go. Yeah, he did. That's why the rest of the team didn't like him. Um, Allegedly. <laughs> Matt, do you have a nice client? No, mine's Tyson Gamble. It's just, he, 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 he's, he hard like. he's hard to like. And also too, once you make hey, it. You're doing it again. He ba- No, he baited Jack. I- I've watched it so many times. Mm. He knew exactly Here's what he was thing, doing right? on that, on those things. He, he can't help it, people. Sorry, Matt. Mate, go, honestly, anyone anyone listening to this, if you, you can get the Watch NRL app, I don't know if you have to be overseas to get it. Just go look, look at last night's 360. They replay the bite like 30 times in a row. Tyson Gamble absolutely goaded Jack 100%. Ah, some players go out there looking at their opposite number, you know, Josh Reynolds used to do it. I yeah. remember when I used to play rugby league, you'd run out on the field, you'd see who you're playing against and you'd try and get one over him. And if you're Tyson Gamble, you can't get one over Jack because he's better than you, faster than you, stronger than you. More and Jack was bashing Gagai. He was bashing him and we were on top. Their crowd was silent. He put a jiu-jitsu move on him and he got the crowd back in. And the reason why it's proven that he did that is because he didn't go to the judiciary to back up his claim. Yeah. He yeah. said, oh, he bit me. And he's like, oh, yeah, stays on the field. You can't do that. It's- I, I got from an ex-Australian um, international, Queensland international and uh, first grade player of some renown, whose name I won't use, basically said, it is the unwritten rule that you do not, you do not call out a bite unless you're 300% certain that it's a bite. Yes. Otherwise, you are the world's oh, I think biggest. He was, I think dog. he was. I think he was pretty sure that he thought it was bite. But what it actually makes me think of, you know, when you see those videos of the guy at the zoo sticking his arm into the tiger enclosure yeah. or a lion thing, and they end up getting bitten on the arm. Yeah. Who do you blame? Who do you blame? Do you blame the lion or the tiger, or do you blame the fool that sticks his arm in there? He's definitely an ass player. I think we can agree with that. I don't know once more because I did it with the volume turned down watching the volume turn down because unfortunately where I was, you could only get channel nine and I ain't listening to that. Um, I don't know who the video ref was on the weekend. I know Ash Cloud was the, uh, the actual whistleblower, but I don't know. I think it might've been. Was it Andrew G? Was it Grant Atkins? I think I, I had a feeling it was Grant Atkins. Atkins, I didn't know, but finding the Mariota try not to be a try took some doing because that if you're telling me that didn't brush a piece of grass, which is what's defined as the ground, I don't know what planet you're living on. That was a try. That was absolutely freaking a try. And then the stripping decision when they the stripping decision that, that was, was huge, strip. Paul. But last and least, after that drop goal was charged down by a player that was massively offside in the last minutes of proper time. To it was, not, that, it was Adam G was the VRF. To not actually look. They have to have been under instructions to not actually look at the um, the players and offside at the point where you are not just allowed to be, you're expected to in a scoring opportunity. And the fact that they didn't, well, that's my ass clown right there because there's three examples of that. We needed three more points to win that match. We needed one at one point to win mm. that match and we were denied those points. It's a pity that Fogarty missed um, the easy kick and then kicked all the hard ones as well. 
Yeah, he did kick the hard ones though. Yeah, he missed that. He missed that one. He's, anyway. But anyway, my ass glands the video ref. As much as I like Adam Jean, I think he's been one of the best refs. He's the this best. Year. He's the best ref in the game. Um, he's the uh, best ref in the game. But speaking uh, of the best in the game, the best in the business. In the business. The best stats man we could yep. get. Absolutely. You know, we tried a whole bunch, but it's we... time to <laughs> rip in with Arnie J. G'day, Raiders fans. We probably had a fitting end to our season on the weekend. Our young mobile forwards performed out of their skin, which is cause for optimism, but our defence for 10 minutes really let us down. Some planning and execution in key moments cost us the match. We ran for over 2,000 metres for the match, had 57% possession and couldn't close out a team that was there to be beat. You would think it would get easier as a Raiders fan, but sadly it doesn't. Well, it doesn't for me anyway. Some key stats for the year to work on for next season. We did very well in offloads, averaging 10 per match and finishing seventh on the ladder. Our conversion percentage was at the top at 87% and one reason why we did win some real close games. We are third last on average for all run metres at 15.86 per match, but one third of those are post-contact metres. I don't know how accurate these NRL published stats are, but one-third of our metres being post-contact is just crazy, and it certainly gives us a very low floor to rise from. We did poorly in third last for kick return metres. We are surrounded by the dogs and tigers on top of us, Manly and the dragons below us. We are third last for tries, line breaks and try assists. A real damning stat, given we are, had the easiest draw in the comp. Well, I would argue the easiest draw our attack and ability to score was bottom tier. This needs to be acknowledged and worked on over summer. So that's it from me this year. I hope you enjoyed my spot each week as much as I enjoyed doing it. Have a lovely off-season. Rest up, smell the flowers at Floriard, as it will be February in trial games in no time. A big thanks to all the podcast team who makes this happen. And go, you green machine. Well, sounds like he actually does meds have actually kicked in he's he's very calm this week it's just make, nice. hey, making sure up. that he actually takes them you know that's the thing it's it's one thing to have them but they don't help you in the jar you know when you have... we can, we're good at kicking goals that's one thing we learned we can kick goals highest percentage rate highest yes. percentage rate. it's just a pity like i said it's a pity that that jamal um missed that yeah, one the highest but... percentage rate but we only score like two tries a game yeah, good well, a lot more, a lot more with a lot more with Rapper at fullback instead of a. Oh, okay, shithead. Instead of Chris. Okay, as promised this week, um, we used to do this a long, long time ago. Back we when we started the show and we had thirty minute episodes, we used to pad it out by having. And we cared what people thought rather than Blake yeah. just wanted to hear the sound of his own voice. Um, we had listener, listener questions. questions. We've got listener questions. We do. We've, We've got, got some from Facebook. We've got some. We've got some Instagram. Too. We've got some from Twitter. We're going to go start off on Instagram. Shane Dobson. Why couldn't we score this year? Was it coaching or players? Is the spine not creative enough? Yep, that last bit. The spine's not creative enough. It was makeshift the entire time. Jack wasn't playing well most of the year. Um, Fog Fogarty got into the match, but we've always been playing with a makeshift number nine and makeshift number one at best. So, yeah, that's why we couldn't score the points. I mean, listen, Ricky, Ricky said in the press conference on the weekend that Jack's a centre, has always been a centre. Agreed. Totally I mean, agree. Jesus Christ. The hearing the That's coach say concerning. that. That is concerning. I, know. I think I, I think for, for I Tim to totally say, say it, but 
Yeah, I think for Tim to totally say it's not on the coaching at all, which is pretty much what he sort of said without saying it then, um, is naive. You look, did you read that most recent Mike, what's his name? Mike Mill Wood, Mike, Me- the guy from the Raw. Yeah, what's my his mate. Name? Mike Mehal Wood, yeah. Mike Mehal Wood, um, saying like, what is the Canberra Raiders attack? Mm-hmm. Like you think of every other team, you think of an attack, attacking structure. We don't have any attacking structure. Uh, we very much rely on offloads as we saw, but it 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 is weird. And like a lot of people say this, you know, we've had the greatest, one of the greatest attacking halfbacks of all time as coach. Yet we don't really seem to have any attack. And is that because Ricky doesn't think the players we have are capable of, of playing? Potentially. Yeah, I mean, if you look, you know, it's 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 easy to sit back here and say, oh, we we don't have you know the the structure that certain teams have potentially, you know, like Penrith. But if you look at say a couple of the attacking coaches from Penrith when they've left the the quality of the play that they've had there, and they've gone to other clubs, whether it's Trent Barrett going to Manly or Seraldo now going to Canterbury, they've failed because mm. maybe they've tried to take structure mm. over player talent well you gotta obviously you gotta work with what you've got which is obviously exactly and maybe that's what ricky's really good at and and what maybe on the weekend proved is that he's really good at working with what we've got like we've come up yes you can lament the way that we play during the year but if, if you can't attract the best quality talent in the nrl to canberra for whole seasons then you have to game plan around you know the way that you attack september and Shit, man, like we, we've had four of the last five years in the finals. We beat Melbourne in Melbourne. We should have beaten Newcastle at their most important yeah. game in a decade, possibly yeah. their biggest oh, game. Oh, there's no doubt Andrew that Andrew John said it's their biggest game that he's ever been in yeah. Newcastle. Yeah, there's no doubt that Ricky's very good at getting the team motivated and up for those those big occasions. But like I said earlier, I think that um, not sort of negating or just willing to forsake back as an attacking position mm. you cannot play man city football with a burnley roster yeah but you look at brighton you know they're one of the best attacking yeah. teams in in the premier league yeah and like we were in 2016 they concede a lot of goals too don't they don't they yeah, I, they do i don't they don't i they. I don't know what to say about your Man City thing because they just buy everyone. It's kind of like making That's out. That's right, like... but they, they've got the roster that can win. They can play the exciting football. If you lose the person who's going to be the fullback and you've been training in the preseason with a busted jaw, you already um, know that you know Jack didn't have the world's greatest season and Trevelyan, who was meant to be the guy who's coming through at hooker, and Levi gets injured and all of a sudden you're shopping yeah. around. How on earth are you meant to have good stable attack? You grind out wins in that. You play... Uh, uh, okay. as much next list of questions we're going to move these along we've got quite a few Adam hates stop Trent. bashing Ricky Adam, I'm not bashing Ricky I'm just <laughs> saying I think it was an error maybe this wasn't Ricky's fault maybe it was Madge's fault it was a mistake as I said to Mike Meehall Wood you play with what you've got yeah uh, Adam H. Grant Will's this is on Facebook will Xavier start next season no. you know, that's how it, at some point it was um he was being referred to as ex Xavier, and then I've heard him call himself Xavier. No, to, Xavier won't start next season. No, he's, he's, he we've watched enough reserve grade now to know that he's an incredible talent. That given uh, any open space, he's gone, and it's exciting to watch. And if you look at the highlights, he looks like um, Hammer Sale to Bow Fado, you know, looks like the hammer, like he's just so quick, mm. but he has a lot of. A lot of mistakes in him and and going to fullback 
sadly, um, it's such a pivotal position that clearly the club has earmarked uh, Chevy Stewart as our yeah. long-term fullback. Now, Chevy might not be ready at the beginning of next year. It looks like you know, Ethan Strange is... Strange and Stewart are coming together at a bit of a same pace, but Strange might be a little, uh, you know, Physically. maybe six months ahead. Yeah, yeah. Physically stronger. And Str- yeah. Strange has a pass on both sides, and he's he's dynamic, and he's he's actually taking the game um, by the scruff of the neck in the second half of this year at New South Wales Cup. Like he came in a bit of centre, a bit of five eight, then we moved him to five eight and cup um, earlier in the year, and he's just gone from strength to strength. So. Yep. His trajectory is through the roof. Mm. But, you know, Stuart, we, we earmarked and we targeted him to be a future fullback about two years ago. We signed him um, from Cronulla. And now um, I, I, I think Savage definitely could be a, a winger. And I think the club looks at him as a winger. But, you know, we have a lot of wingers at the moment. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to... because they're, they're some of those like half breaks, you know, where he's got the speed that if he's on the wing. Mm. You know he's gonna he's gonna get through and he's probably gonna get around and score. But then at other times he doesn't have necessarily the strength that you want from a modern winger. But again, next year we'll see All how it goes. Height. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, if 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 you watch that game, if you if you go back and look at the highlights of that New South Wales Cup game where we beat um, Blacktown, mm. he had some great highlights. Yeah. But Schiller Schiller was fantastic, and he was one of the reasons they won that game is yeah. because of his heavy carries strength. So. Yeah. Um, Further from Adam H. Grant, who co-captains with Smelly? Seems um, Taps and Hutto are ready to take charge. It, it's got to be Taps. Taps has to have the yeah. B next to his name next week. If, if it's co-captain with Smelly, so be it. If it's yeah. solo captain with, I don't know who else would be the co, but I think we're going to run with co-captains. If Tarpanay doesn't have a co-captaincy next yeah, to his name I next week... I, I, Jamal's the other one. Jamal's the, Jamal's I, the other one. I didn't necessarily have Hudson Hudson Young necessarily. I don't have Hudson no. in there yet. I think he's got a bit to, to move before. Yeah. I, I see it in his future, but not right now. Yeah. Uh, Tristan Clemenson. I mean, Tarpanay's been captain effectively this year at many, many points yeah. already. Tristan Clemenson. Danny, Danny Levi. Danny Levi. <laughs> Tristan, <laughs> Tristan Clemenson. Likelihood of CHN coming back next year. Now, we haven't heard anything which... May be a good sign, may not be a good sign. We can only really speculate because we have no we idea. Have nothing. Yeah, we have no idea. Matt, you haven't heard anything, have you? No, I mean, I could reach out to some friends that I know at the club. I, I think you will. One of the things that um, I remember reading when the injury happened is how important rugby league is to him. And you know, I, I, I do feel like the club's done the right decision by making sure that he has the entire year off and. I, I, I'm surprised we haven't announced that he's part of the, the 30 squad next year. Um, I'll actually reach out to some friends now. Maybe we can get some breaking news, but it's... I don't know. I don't know. We need him. We need an we need an edge player. We so. do. But we I don't do. want him to come back to any risk. It's, it's a game. It's a game. Oh, of course. You don't put your life on the line for the game. Unless, of course, it's a grand final, in which case, yes, I want you all put your life on the game. That's check. Next question. Um... We're going to move over to we've we've done Instagram, we've done Facebook, we're now going to head over to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Tmac, yeah, on Twitter, what's pork smoky for next season? Uh, well, I've already alluded to one. I believe the deal will be done to get Colonel Sanders mm-hmm. here. Um, I don't think that's really smoky, but I think it's there. I I believe round one next year, uh, um, Doctor Strange will be in the number six jersey. Yeah, I've got I've got him in my team. We'll go through our teams uh, shortly. Wonder. You mentioned this as well. Should yeah. I make a new bingo card for 2024? Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely need a new one. Some some bits updated, some not. BJ Shimmer on Twitter. Mm-hmm. What's your favourite? Try and keep this as 
brief as possible, guys. Um, your favourite Jack and um, Toots moments? Embracing after Papa scores the try in the 2019 prelim, if you go back and have a look at them on the ground behind, because they both went to go do the pylon and went over the top. Um, mm-hmm. But that embrace there is pretty good. I think in my favourite Jack moments, they're all pretty much are off the ball defensively. Are we talking Jack and Toots together or are we oh, talking individually? Both. Either. I can't think of too many together. I was doing individually. I think about Jared Croker, who's so consistent for so long, but there aren't really that. He's not really a highlight, highlight real player. I sort no, of try to just, think of. But if, you, if, you, if you're just going to like sort of drift off and think about what you're going to remember with Toots, it's a number of stuff. It's it's that shifting to the left and getting his winger on the outside, yeah. you know, with that little flick pass yeah. that he can do. Beautiful, yeah. Um, or, or taking, those, for... taking those um, kicks above his head to score. Yeah. Yeah, those three-quarter kicks that didn't yeah. go to the winger. And he, yeah. you know. That's what I mean. One day when he ran on the wing and scored two tries and everyone said, maybe that's where he should play. <laughs> one of my endearing um, memories will be, it's kind of two. It's watching him miss that kick against Balmain, oh, yeah. North yeah. West Tigers. In was it 2012? I don't yeah, know, 12, know the year yeah. when, and then 2010, 2010, they're coming full circle when we got into the Sharks semi final. Remember that? And then they had to then, um, they had to have um, Josh Dugan and Blake Ferguson who tried oh, yeah, to right. learn how to goal kick on the job. Yeah, what were you saying? Quick, I was gonna say, yeah. coming, full, coming, no, it's coming full circle. Rugby. I know I keep bumping stuff. Coming full circle when we did win that game against South and watching Jared just yeah. fall apart emotionally. It's just, yeah. you know, he's, he's done so much for the club that I, I look forward to seeing him back there coaching in some capacity. Mm. Yeah. Most of my favourite Jack moments revolve around his defence. I mean, you know, I, I think of um, the times when he played fullback, we absolutely murdered people like oh. Damien Soward and, oh, yeah. and, and and what's his name? Edwards. Um, Edwards came through at Leichhardt that yeah, day. Um, uh, I'm going to go with, and I know this is hackneyed and cliched, but the try he scored in the 2019 grand final yeah. was a great try and it was perfect and it was the time and, and they started pooing their pants when he did that. That was a great Mine's probably, my Jack moment would be the the try he scored in the 2019 semi-final against yes, the Storm. Roosters. Oh, the Roosters. No, the get, leaping, yeah, against the, the, one, yeah, the, the leaping one where, yeah. you know, he jumps up in the air and punches. Yeah, yeah that was great. Or um, I remember going to watch him play. I, I went and watched the, the Raiders flog the Warriors in Auckland. And I would have mentioned this in the past. And then I'm in the sheds and Jack, full. he got his boots on still. He's got his studs on. Concrete floor does a full backflip in front of everyone after a game. He's yeah. just a freak. Yeah, he's a freak. Great players. Miss them both. Uh, Lampus, it's going to be very different. It's going to be very different without them next year. That's for sure. They've been such a... It still seems a bit weird to think that, yeah, that you won't see them again. They've been such fixtures for so mm. long. And it's going to be very weird Sydney watching, watching Jack run out for South Sydney in round four. Next, It'll probably be round three. I reckon they'll get the um, All-Stars. Counted as they should. As, it as should be round well. one. It's ridiculous that he got suspended. Anyway, um, I think you know, staying away from Vegas might be the best. <laughs> it's <thing>. probably <laughs> good for Jack. Yeah. Might be good for Jack and Latrell. And Latrell. Um, Lapis Chapman on Twitter. What is Elliot's role in 2024? Is that like if a tree falls in the forest, is anyone here, or what's the sound of one hand clapping? Is that that sort of? It's a question without an answer. Is that one of those? What do you mean? It's a great no, question. He wants an answer. He wants an answer. She. Sorry. Lampus. What is Elliot's role in 2024, Tim? Sorry, are you asking me? Yeah. 
Me, you want me to answer that yeah. question? No, Matthew, what do you think? The enigma that is Smelly Whitehead. You know, I remember jumping on this podcast at the beginning of the season after watching how incredible he was uh, in the World Cup and staying like stating that he's going to have the most incredible year. And, you know, it goes off the, the form he had in that World Cup and the form he had in that semi-final down in Melbourne. This year, we watched him, you know, and earlier that year, we moved him to 13 and then, mm. you know, Paul mm. wants to move him to the prop rotation. Mm. He's such a hard one to pin down, right? Like, how incredible was Elliot Whitehead on the weekend? Yeah. I mean, he's, oh, he's, he's, but, he's not normally a guy we, that posts big stats, but his stats from that game actually are worth... Um, my gosh. Oh, look, he 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 let, he had a captain's knock in that match, and there's absolutely no question about it. He was But if he played player. like that every week every week for twenty-four weeks next year, he's tackles. not gonna he's not gonna live minutes, to see the minutes. age of he's not gonna live to see the age of fifty. Yeah. I hate saying like because he, I love Smelly. I love Smelly. I love him from the moment he's walked into the club and everything he's done. And maybe this gets him the, you know, the Menninger medal next year. I think he's done. I think he's done. He's he well look next year probably is one year too far. I think on his deal they'll probably sign him for one year too long. I mean, I would see him playing more of a transitional off the bench role next year. But as it stands, unless CHN comes back or we sign someone else, yeah, who's, but, who's playing but, right edge? I don't want him off the bench at all. What I what I want, and maybe to answer your question, Lampus, what I want is for him to. Maybe you don't do this in rugby league, but to him to play two out of every three or four games. So mm-hmm. I'd love to see him like we did at the end of last year, give him a rest once a month yeah, or yep. once every four to six weeks because he clearly has a heart bigger than Farlap that when yeah. he when he's willing to give it all and not worry about next week, he yep. can. So if yeah, we know that if we've got a long season, he's can't, you can't ask a guy to do that. What he did on, uh, yeah. you can't ask someone to do what he did on the weekend. So if we're, yeah. if we get CHN back or if we can sign a, like a, um, I, I know I've mentioned Tua Lungi or Jackson Ford might be off contract or, or Trey, Luke, Mooney. Uh, Trey, Trey Mooney. Not, Trey Mooney. Trey Mooney. He's a middle. But uh, Josh Curran is also off contract. You know, like there's I a few players. There's a few. If we, if we could sign them and we're only asking them to. that in Market Watch. We've been linked to a couple of the, there's rumors flying around the Cowboys because the Cowboys have basically got four. Yes. And he's a great, he's a great player. So what's, what's. Luciano Leilua. No, that won't last here. Um, Finney Fuliaki. No, but think about think about yeah, Funiaki's the one. But think about this, right? So the Rugby Union World Cup's going on right now. Now South Africa just they set up a lineup where they picked they picked eight forwards on their bench and one one back. And then Eddie Jones was asked, "What do you think about that? Was it disrespectful to your opposition?" And he said, "No, why? Like you don't have to pick. If you have fifteen players, you don't need to have." Um, eight, uh, nine backs and seven forwards. Like in rugby league, you you don't necessarily need to have backs and forwards, right? Middles and edges. Now that's quite far out there, but also you don't need to play Elliot Whitehead every week for 25 weeks. You could play him three weeks every month. You could bring in a Fatala Mariner or you could bring back Harawira Naira and edge him in. Imagine bringing in that, for two, that, that kid from North Queensland yeah. and having Elliot Whitehead play like he did on the weekend twice a month. 
Yeah, I like and go, that idea. this is the standard we want you, and you doesn't have to do in, this. It doesn't happen in rugby league. Or it doesn't. But like, he can step you know back I mean? like, and, and bring the Reggie's kids through too, because there's an upside in his leadership there. But he just, you just can't. If we're expecting him to do a full season, he's never played. Gonna... He's never played a game in his last cup. Yeah, but if he wants to be the club man, I mean, we're well, staying be... in Canberra. He just said yeah. this week he's but not. That, leaving that would Canberra. be the best thing. So I'd like him to stay at the club, but I cannot see. So I think your suggestion is actually very good, Matthew. I like it. Because I wouldn't drop him to the bench. It's I don't a tricky think he one. It. It's a, he's not a bench player. Inf- no, he's not a bench player, but I would give him a rest once a month. Why not? Why not? Mm. Best kids coming through. We've got here from Josh G on Twitter. Um, well. We talk about him every week. Strange. Chevy Stewart. Um, Puru, not that he's a kid, but no. he, he he's coming through there as well. Um, big ups to young Clydesdale who came in in the in the yeah, pack. He's, he's looking good for it. For it. there's not many you know young forwards um, he, able to compete. He's obviously always been a big kid, but yeah. And there's young Regan who came out of um, uh, Regan Carr. Carr who came out of the Arendelle system two years ago. He he's he's shaping to be something as well. Um, those are the so, best best kids coming through. Having watched, a, having watched a bunch of Reggies, it's what's really exciting is it's not just one player. Like one, one week it'll be Puru and the next week it's Strange and you're like, oh my God, Ethan Strange. And then Strange has a quiet game and Chevy Stewart has an incredible game. And consistently, it's probably Stewart and Strange. They're the two yep, that agreed. have been playing, you know, eight or nine out of 10 every week. Um, having spoken to a couple of the coaches down there, there's also some young kids coming through Flegg that are going to step up you know, yep. in the next couple of years. And, um, you know, that's Noah Martin is another player that yep. they're all earmarking. Vena Patuki Case and Joe Roddy are three that everyone's talking about. So there's there's one of the things I know we spoke about on they this SG podcast. They ball flag, did you say? Their ball that have played oh, a couple right. of flag games oh, that will right. come up. Right, right. So we got um, a, a Twitter question here from Blake. Any, any No, I've crossed that out. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've already, well, covered, we've already covered that. We've already covered that. Who will play six in 2024? So most of the Make questions, most of the questions uh, revolve that we got, apart from the ones we've read out, where who's going to play six next year? Yeah. Um, I think we all agree that at this stage, unless someone... So you, you've made us all do our sides. Blanco. Yeah, we'll get to the sides in a second. We, six thing, unless there's some big name signing still coming, which I don't think <clears throat> is likely at this stage. It's going to be Ethan Strange. That's who I think will we'll, we'll fly six. Yep, and I think that's Matthew. right. Okay, so we'll lead on to uh, one, one to one to seventeen, mm-hmm. and this the teams we're going to name now aren't are round one teams because the issue with round one is Seb, Chris, and Corey Hosbrough are both going to be suspended. So these are our, our, our best teams for um, next year. So Tim, do you want to? Fire away with yours first. Well, I, I'm I'm doing it from game one as if everyone's available. Okay, yeah. So that's how I'm doing it. I believe Jordan Raffner will be our number one, but in with an asterisk next to him because I believe by the end of the season Chevy Stewart will be our number one. Right. And I think that's <clears> going to happen. I think he. We saw that tackle he laid on Stewart laid on against Blacktown against the rampaging front rower and pulled him down. The one thing I was worried about him was whether he's going to be able to you know man up in at fullback line. He's showing signs that he's going to. Right. As soon as he can do that, he's our number one. That's my my fullback. We're going through the whole team? Or yeah, we... you go through the whole team. Okay, so then on one wing, I'm back with Kotrick. Uh, he showed me enough that he's got that spot. And on the other wing, I'm going with Schiller because he is the future. 
So that's where I'm going there. The only problem either of those two has got is once Chevy Stewart comes in, Jordan Rappin is going to need a place to play and he's mm -hmm. not going to give up a spot in the side easily. Um, in the centres, Chris and Timiko. I don't think that's arguable. Strange at number six. I've got seven is Fogarty. In the eight jersey, starting and holding and being a starting player is Adam Mariota. Baby Papa, it is time. I've got Adrian Trevelyan um, in the nine jersey, and I've got Joe Tarpanay with the C next to his name in the 10. In the second row, I've got Young and Whitehead. Whitehead mm. has an asterisk next to his name because I'm just not sure how, you know, I think Matt's idea is a great one. They're obviously the, the horse in the 13 jersey. In the 14, I've presently got Wolford, but I'm happy to be, you know, Something can happen there. Levi, maybe even Danny Levo coming, but I got Wolford there. I've got Gula in the 15. I've got Papali'i in the 16. And I've got CHN in the 17, assuming that he is fit. That's a remarkably sensible team. Remarkably. <laughs> you actually put some thought into that. I did. I've got an extended bench. I'll go through. I'll go through. Like to hear my extended bench. Really. Who's on my extended bench? Really. Well, go... you're going to hear it. 18, mm. Trey Mooney, 19, Puru. Uh, 20, Chevy Stewart, and 21, Colonel Sanders. He's not going to be He's going to be here. He's, he's, uh, how many contracted? How many, a lot uh, of hard work. Okay, I'll go through my team. Uh, I've got Jordan Rapino at fullback. I think it's clear. I know he's going to be 35 next year. I know he said before he couldn't play fullback. Well, obviously he can. Um, I think he's the best fullback option at the club until Chevy Stewart's ready, and I, I don't think he's ready next year. He maybe will see... A bit of him, but I think that you know it's twenty twenty five onwards is it would be more the plan because he's only he's still going to be eighteen round one next year. Yeah, and he's little, mate. Like yeah. he's he still yeah. gets bashed up. A we bit will start seeing up. him though. We're going to see him yeah. in first. Okay, game. so so rappers at the back. Then I've got Schiller. I think we've seen in recent weeks that um, I've been a, a tremendous fan of of Hopper uh, throughout the season and his his yardage work and his dirty carries. But I think. Yep. Sure, there's just a bit more spark, a bit more speed. Yeah, size in the leap for um, yeah. So I've got Schiller there, Seb Chris and Matt Timiko, no brainers in the centers. Nick Kotrick, I've been very harsh on um throughout the season, but I think he's looked since he's come back in the side, I think he's looked good. We are starting to see him getting back towards his best. And look, next year, um, he's playing for a contract. Uh so I think he'll be motivated. I'm gonna I've been we're gonna see Ethan Strange play six. Jamal Fogarty, um, seven. It's an interesting one because um, Fogarty basically plays on the right or has played on the right, you know, because Jack's a left-sided player. But but Strange is a right-sided player as well. Mm -hmm. um, there's some talk that Fogarty um, can play on the left. I don't know whether you have just Fogarty as, as a dominant half playing, you know, both sides of the ruck potentially is an option and maybe just defends on the left. Um, we'll wait and see. Adam Mariota. I think, yep, after the weekend, um, I'm convinced that he can start in the front row um, with Tarpany. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm pushing Papa back onto the bench. The main reason being that um, I think having Papa coming off the bench yeah, is, is great impact. You know, yeah. we've seen over the years, um, Ricky's kind of mixed up the combination whether you have um, Papa and Tarps both start or but yeah, I think yeah. Papa next year. You know, probably playing like 30 minutes or something off the bench, maybe pushing 40 some weeks would work well. I've got Wolford as my nine. Nine's probably one of the positions that's the hardest to to, to go with. But I'm going with Wolford. The most um, upside is Trevelyan. Yeah, 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 I think so. Wolford's been very good defensively, very strong. Um, and then obviously I've got Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead. Um, 
playing on the right edge. I didn't consider CHN because I'm still not sure if he comes back, I could well have him having that spot or spot on the bench. It's Corey Hosbury. And then, so I've said I've got Papa on the bench. I've also got Tommy Starling um, playing 14. I've actually liked Tommy. Uh, I know he had some poor games, you know, six weeks ago, but last few weeks he's been looked pretty good off the bench. And I actually don't dislike him when he comes on and plays through the middle, actually at 13. Um, and then Trey Mooney, I think again, is, has has shown enough this year that, that he would, he brings a lot of Munger off the bench, um, which I don't, I know Pasami Solo's pretty consistent, pretty solid, but I don't see a lot of Munger, a lot of spark from him. And Emre, the Prime Minister's 11, 13, Prime Minister's 11, Prime Minister's 13, man, to round out my bench. Matt, well, I sent you my team and you just sent me back my team again. The only difference was... No, that's not true. Uh, no, no, no. You, you, had, you had taken out Wolford and you'd put Danny Levi in there. No, no, no. There's a few changes. And you got, I... semi, you got semi Valame on here as well. Oh, coming back. Semi and Danny Levi. Just 10, 13 Danny Levi's and we're going to win the competition. No. Um, if you could have like... I used to be... I have this thing. If you could have like one player, right? Just pick one Raiders player to make a whole team of, go against like another club that had a whole team of another player what player would it be in all history to win right now oh, to this win this year yeah this to win or just watch <laughs> i don't know if, I, if it was it just to watch White. just for pure entertainment no 13 I, don't, 13 I, don't 13, I don't know 13 rappers because it would be the most chaotic mad game of rugby league you've ever watched <laughs> in your life face crazy game i used to a few years ago i was i was either 13 um jack whitens or 13 elliot whiteheads i mean i wouldn't have 13 elliot whiteheads now but a few Could years you ago watch in, 13 history, in history i'd have 13 laurie dailies 13 bradley clyde you'd never lose a game yeah. no no but you've got to think about your kicking and your passing as well but no, yes, mate, like... 13 13 bradley clyde's you'd never lose a game 13 jordan rappiners you'd never not not want to watch a game they'd be the yeah, most 13 josh Papalese, he can kick goals he can do everything <laughs> he can kick field goals now my mind's it's kind of it's fairly similar i, I mean i might have changed it since i sent you it's um round one i guess going off this weekend geordie raps but we all know that uh, Geordie doesn't have an off season like he does. Like he's not going to come back round one as fit as he is now. So who knows who starts round maybe one? That's probably maybe. Oh, yeah, please, maybe he will. Yeah, maybe he won't. Um, Schiller's deserves his spot. Um, my other winger is Hopper. Now it's easy to look at what Kotrick's done the last few weeks, but Hopper's been consistent and consistently one of our best players. Mm. And he he got injured when he when he got out and. And I, yes, he's got the odd mistake in him. I know he dropped the ball. Was it that? Was it the the Dolphins Storm. game? But was it Storm? I don't yeah. Know. But I, defensively, I feel like he he can rush up and shut down the center a bit quicker than Kotrick. Too many times we've watched Kotrick either miss his assignment, turn inside, look the wrong way, and backpedal. He's, he's, yeah. So I'd, I'd have Schiller and Hopper, um, Chris and Tomoko. Strange as as earned starting at six just by how dynamic he is he can pass left and right he can run he's got he's he's, he's just a, oh he's a unique footballer he's yeah. a very different footballer. i know we only he's... scored one try in in the reggie's match last weekend but that double cutout pass for that try yeah, that double cutout was fantastic to schiller you know freaking believable that was a first but, grade pass right there that's scoring for anyone not even first grade that was like state of origin it that's was, like that's that like good. me and it was that's like me getting excited about jack wellsby earlier in the year 
Yeah, and uh, the Wellsby pass, it was left to right too. It wasn't right to left. It was, that's one of the great things. And you, and you spoke about how good Rappiner was on the weekend. His pass, his quick pass from the left to the right opened up the right side attack. And then his ability to pass to space, not just to the player. That's one thing I, you know, maybe I'm tipping my hat. But like Chris. That was Chris the week was, before that pass, wasn't it? Nah, he did one on the weekend as well. It was cost then. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about um, Rappiner on the weekend against Newcastle. His passing game is what opened up our game, our oh, right, outside right. attack. But no, the, the pass on the weekend. Um, From Strange. The, yeah, um, was the week before you're right. Um, Fogarty at seven. Mariotta deserves eight after the, being the best prop on the field on the weekend. Uh, Tarpany at ten and captain. I'd, I'd just have him the straight captain, take yeah. the pressure off Whitehead. You know, to you maybe... kind of need to have co-captains if you have a prop though, because then you got that. I'd have Fogarty. Yeah, good point. Because, good because point. Captain, then... Who's the captain? It's captain's challenge. Who's the you get? Oh, oh, too late. Sorry. And then number nine, Danny Levi. Um, yeah. I, I I watched the game that we beat um, Blacktown and he was the best player on the field. And Trevelyan came on and Trevelyan was really good, but I still feel like Trevelyan might need a couple of months of football to get really his confidence back defensively. Maybe as well that's as your one attacking. Maybe have you that's got Trevelyan on the bench my... or have you got Wolf? Have you got um, Starling on the bench? Uh, either or, I can mix them. Starling after the weekend, I probably have on the bench because of what he offers an attack. But yeah. we have four very good first grade um, hookers without having like a dynamic state of origin hooker. You know, yeah. like we don't have a Harry Grant. We don't have. Well, we got four blokes on the same money as Harry Grant. No, but they're all very good. We do. Like, and Danny we Levi do. was very good in that in that game where we beat Blacktown, and then. Whitehead and Young are our age players. I'd love to see CHN back. He's one of my favourite players at the Raiders and I hope he comes back. Horsburgh at 13. I'm still not sure whether Horsburgh is a, a prop or a 13. I'd, mm. I'd, I'd love in the next two Maybe or three Maybe in the future it's going to be Peru. Peru come through yeah. and be a bit horse, more dynamic with his ball playing sure. and Horse yeah. goes yeah. into more of a middle Tarpany role. I know it depends Tarpany how you want to play. It depends if, it, you, if yeah. you want to play that and obviously comes from the Penrith system, and we've seen it, um, you know, in New South Wales Cup. Peru can play that Isaiah Yo. Yeah, he can play that, that shift halfback. Pass. He's played hooker and halfback in reserve grade. Yeah. He got three minutes. I know Ricky said six minutes in a presser, and some other people have thought he played six minutes. He played three minutes. I watched the replay today. Okay. Um, then Poor Blake. Starling, Papali'i, Gula, and then... I'd love to see Mooney come on, you know, and he brings yeah, the fire, Mooney, you know, he brings, he brings, uh, and he's more dynamic than I, I love Pasami Solo on the weekend. Cause he's, he's kind of got that. I'll run it hard and I'll get the quick play of the ball, but Mooney has, he's just dynamic. He can mm. prop and step and he's, he's, he's big and strong and he's ready. I mean, he could, yeah, he looks angry. Ready. He looks, I like the fact that he looks angry. You know what I like about him? He was captaining the edges and there's a reason for that. Cause he's the right guy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and if you're that size and you've got that amount of ability and you've got leadership at his age, it's time. He's half Croatian, is he? Yeah, didn't you know that? Oh, sorry, you'd seen his dad sit, so it stands up just behind where you sit during matches. Was he? His dad's bigger than he is, enormous. He's enormous. You know, I wouldn't that, look Croatian by looking at him. That's we're all um, we're all arguing over a couple of these players, whether they deserve to get a shot earlier in the season or later in the season. But we should be proud that a club we've got two first grade or two, uh, you know. Um, Great sides that made the state of the, the playoffs, and we've got an NRLW side. In the and is this reason season. to be cheerful? Is this play the Maybe. intro? I don't know. 
but there are reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful, part three. Okay, mate, keep going. Matthew, keep going. No, I always talk it's about the great club, you... and there's the jersey flag. And no, what, this, no, you, you want a strong <laughs> club, you fucking assholes. Like, I'm not, I wasn't you. bagging you out. I appreciate the cheerfulness. I think it's good. I've, I've, we've I've always been, a, we've you. always had a stronger first grade, and we've had a good junior system. And right now, the club's been stronger than it's probably been for a decade. So we've got, a, we've got a reserve grade side. Right that probably, we are moving. In the right could direction. have won the comp, but without injuries, and we've got an NRLW side that might make the. The playoffs and first grade gave it a shake. So, yeah. I, I and we've also yeah. moved in a direction. We're going to see a lot of new blood in the team. I mean, Jack's moved on. We're sad to see him move on, but I don't think too many of us now at the end of the season are necessarily that upset that he didn't take that 1.1.1 because yeah. apparently he's not a center, he's not a half five eight anyway. No, he's so you don't pay a center 1.1. You know, so I, I, I'm, I'm Fair seeing Justin. They already knew he was gone, and they were doing that to make sure the the fans knew that they weren't. Yeah, oh, I'd say he was. I'd say the deal was done. You know, for all the last minute South thing came from nowhere. He was going to the Dolphins, and suddenly South thing came together in three days. You look back at the Kangaroo tour. And the deal was done in December. Yes, it was. It was. And I don't know if you saw. I saw um, when they returned. From um, the Kangaroo Tour, um, Campbell Graham was on Bloke in the Bar podcast, and he was just talking about um, Jack White and nonstop. Mm-hmm. And now, in hindsight, I was thinking, have they already had they already agreed to get him to convince him to go over the South at that point? Mm. Maybe. Maybe. No one's signing I, I, a million dollar deal in three days. No, no. Look, Mate, I think the thing that I've got, and I, I believe in all of Matthew's reason to be cheerful. I, I see in the kids coming through, in the development that we've got coming through, and I think it was there pretty much before COVID stuffed <clears> with the up and next round of up and coming. But this lot that's coming through at the moment, I see a potential premiership in this. The thing that I see is missing 100%. at the moment. The thing that I see is missing, and we are going to have to buy it because I don't see it developing up within the club is we need a captain. I mean, Joe Tarpanay is 50%, but we need 100% on the field captain as well. So Joe would have the C, but we need an old head or an experienced head that's in and around the back line. I reckon that's overrated. I reckon that's overrated, that stuff. No, man, I'm looking at this club right now, and, and we nearly won reserve grade with a bunch of kids and yeah. no pack. And now we've we've we nearly won the most important game in Newcastle's history for 10 years with... A bunch of kids playing in like their fifth game. Like I, I, I feel like the the pieces, the Jenga pieces, are just. I think they are too. I just, I reckon the and we piece of material. I, reckon, I think the Jenga, the Jenga pieces are the spine, and we've signed yeah. two or three of the most exciting spine players in the country for the next five years. Yeah, in Ethan Strange and Colonel Sanders. Like, where do these... we think? Where do we think we're going to finish next year? What's around the same? Well, it depends on the draw, but six so to eight. I predicted six at the start of this year. Although Ricky said no one gave us a chance of making the eight. I, I always, I'm always thinking six to eight. I'm actually thinking next year, 10th. I don't, I think next year's a rebuilding year. But I think that 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 you sign a captain thing, that's, I, I don't know. I think that's a bit overrated. No, I, think got, captain, I think we've got, I think we've got leaders we need in the old, we need, you know, it's like when the Cowboys brought um, Valentine home. So it's a bad example this week, but brought in. Great leader. Great, great example for so the young players. That sort of player that you bring in who's been there, done that, and maybe isn't the superstar player, but is someone who everyone's going to look around to and is going to take the guidance from. That sort of... I reckon, I reckon that stuff... I, 
I reckon it's overrated, man. I don't think it's overrated. It's, I reckon it's no, overrated. When the blowtorch goes on. I mean, I'm not face. in the club. I'm not in around the dressing room. Look, and, um, and Matt's talked about it. In that match against Blacktown, when we were right up against it, the person who grabbed them all in was the experienced head in Danny Levi, brought them together and pointed them right Yeah, direction. but that's, what, that's you need, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, but you need that that's player. That's having an older player with kids. It's That's... We're not talking about they guys that play kids. We're not talking about guys. Look There's at plenty the of guys. Line. Take out Rap and look at the back line for next There's year. There's plenty of They're guys with kids. lots of experience. There's plenty kids. of guys with lots of experience. You need that little bit of extra. And, and Tarpane's on the field 50% of the time. I think he's got it, but we need someone who's got it for the rest of that time. It's Danny it's, Levi. Possibly. That's why possibly. they sign him for his leadership. Possibly. Um, <laughs> Dale Finucane, right, at the Sharks. He would be your archetype. We need to sign the old head blower. Has he really been that greatest signing for the Sharks? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not I don't talking think so. I don't forward. think signing players past their prime. I, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it's a money ball pick. It's a money ball. It's someone who's going to perform an essential role of stability and calm. And this is what we do next, boys. You just, you cannot have kids coming through, right? And have them in a situation where they could have won if they'd just taken the right option, but they don't because they didn't. It's a really important thing. It's the one but that's, thing that I that's see. But that's Jamal. Mystery. Jamal's that person. And he's got to hopefully I learn. agree. And he's got to do that. He's I, got to I learn agree, but it. he's got to do that. But I think next year, without having someone else shouting over him and taking the kicking, he might be able to get into that. And I hope he does, because that would be the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because I see next season going one of two ways. One, 10th, like you say, where it's a rebuilding year and we come through and, and we, we get there or thereabouts and there's some stuff. Or... Alternatively, the we sound our freaking skates. We're going to win the whole thing. The kids that come through are as good as we think, and they're as good as we think early, and we get into the eight. Yeah, I think rebuilding year. Anyway, um, I've got a lesson of the week to round out the last episode of the year. Joe Martinago, yeah, who's a son of some good friends of mine, who's lived his his family are from Canberra. Oh. He's lived in the heart of Roosters territory his whole life. But he's a Raiders man and he listens to the podcast and nice, uh, I love him for it. So thanks, Joe. Now you speaking to our, our tech. Say, say hi to your mum for me. Because he, no, he's wondering no, why, you know. No, I've blocked him. You've blocked him. I've blocked him. I've told him I've told him he's gotta hang out with you from now on. Right. Well he's stuck with you. He's made his he's made his choice. There's consequences. Did you know what, you know what t-shirt I was wearing during the Newcastle match? Blake one. I was wearing Blake. Yeah, and you're lucky Blake shirt. It almost works. It almost works. If you want to get a Blake shirt for Christmas. Yeah. Um, and you do, you know you do. Or a Heather shirt, or a Arnie J shirt. Yeah, coming soon. Rugby league uh, merch. Rugbyleaguemerch.com Great is the place to go. Uh, no discount codes. No discount codes. No discount codes. The the t shirts of high quality. They come fast. Yeah, and you can still get yourself a um, Raiders by fifty six beanie from www.landspeed.com.au. Just like the young lady who's blanked me twice at the football, who's wearing one. Be like her. Thanks, mum. <laughs> um, <laughs> This is the last episode for the year. If you're listening on on um, SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify, subscribe now. That way, when the first episode comes back next year, you'll get a notification straight away and you won't miss it. Um, we'll be back, yeah. I'd say after the trials, before round one. I don't know. Um, you may not be back, Tim. Uh, Matthew, have you got anything else you want to say? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm just watching you two rub each other and try and... Think of things I shouldn't okay. say so I don't get arrested. But um, no, I, I, it's, 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 it's been a really interesting year as a Raiders fan. I, as, I'm, I'm, I, I'm don't be too down about it. people were down about it. But you know, at the end of the day, we made the finals. 
We went no, I'm to not a, down at all. No, I'm we, not went down to, at all. we went to a game, um, you know, and and we should have won that one. We almost won the game, the unwinnable semi-final. And the things that the areas that we can improve on are things that you can actually, you know, you can achieve through hard work. You can't build spirit where there isn't spirit. You can't, you know, build a culture where there isn't a culture. You can't make a team mm. want to play for a coach and for each other. One thing I am a little bit annoyed about is neither of you have said anything about how I pretty much got last week's match right. And my no, you didn't because we lost. I, right. but for a few bad decisions on not on our part. No, I agree. Everything no, I... that said, and I believed, and I said what was going to happen, it didn't. No one's come out and said. But one thing before we leave, one thing I do want to say is there's been a bloke around our club since 2008, and since I first started talking to him about 2010. He's been nothing but an awesome guy and a gentleman. Um, not only that, he's a great player for many, many years. And Jared Croker now goes off into retirement. And I, for one, wish him nothing but happiness from this point on because he has given me and so many of our supporters so much happiness. And just he's one of those players that you're proud to be associated with because you know he's a better man than pretty much everyone else out oh, there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think anyone disagree with that. Um, yeah. And hopefully, I, they haven't announced anything, but hopefully you will have some sort of job um, at the club moving forward, as will Elliot Whitehead when he yeah. play as well. Yeah. Oh, and best I, of luck. I personally, like, I just think, as fans, the club owes us nothing. You know, like, it's easy to get in, you get your niggas in a knot and start to complain about the style of footy we're playing or... Um, you know what what we think they should be doing but rugby league's a hard sport and these guys step up and they they give their all every single week for each other and they entertain us so i just want to thank the club i want to thank everyone involved and it showed on the weekend how incredible they were people are complaining about the style of rugby league that we're playing but nothing's a given not one inch is given in rugby league and i i, I watch these guys bleed green and and they they deserve our um, our praise after what we saw on the weekend. So I just want to sit back and appreciate maybe watching the, the greatest game that we've seen them play for a number of years. And I know we lost, but mm. um, and I'm going to miss Jack. I'm going to miss Jared, and uh, I'm not going to miss you two eggs no, for the next six months. You, gonna, no, that's true enough. I'm going to have a good time not talking to both you bastards, but yeah, it's going to no. be. Fun. Suits me down to the ground. Um, just before we sign off, get out to Seaford Oval this Sunday for the local grand finals. You'll see our very own Sammy Williams out there playing for... If you're the, not at the NRLW. Yeah, that's right. If you're not at the NRLW, which you should... You can get from one to the other. You should be able to get there in time, shouldn't you? What time's the... 3.30 in the afternoon is the is the um, the ruse. So you get it... The... Break some land speed records, but you can get there. No, well, the NRLW is at like 3.15. Oh, no, you can't do it. Well, go to the NRLW. <laughs> go to, forget everything I said. Go to the NRLW. Anyway, you have... If you got Facebook on your phone, you can watch your feed, and it's got that uh, mate will be doing the commentary. Oh, fantastic. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, oh, he's outstanding. Um, not as good as the guy that we saw doing the commentary for the Reggie's match against Blacktown. He oh, that's what I'm talking about. Special. Was he? Is yeah. he doing it? Oh, yeah, he does he's the camera, like magnificent. I absolutely... I absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, love nah. It. Yeah, yeah, good nah. try. He was so good. Anyway, you have been listening to the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet. Raiders of you with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. I'm Heather. 
and we'll talk to you again next year. Lake and the Pork. Lake and the Pork.